So that's us. Emperor's Night, good enough for a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> for a free car wash. Yeah, yeah, for a free car wash. How bad yeah. does the music have to be that you turn down the free car wash? <laughs> the free car wash will be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Knock them out the box, Rick. Knock them out, Rick. Knock them out the box. This is two out of three yes. of the band. Uh -huh. Yes. That's Emperor's Night. We're well trained. Emperor's Night. That's us. Emperor's Night. Yeah, yeah. Emperor's Night. So tell me about yourselves. Tell me about Emperor's Night. And uh, I guess we're three brothers. Yeah, that's the first. That's where it starts. I guess the whole story. Okay. Uh, if you're in the band, you're a brother. If you're not in the band, yeah, you're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, well, you got to be a brother. In the band, you're not a brother. Yeah, I got to work on that sentence. Uh, anyway, uh, so we're a band. We're we're a rock band from New Zealand originally. Uh, we lived in Australia for many years, like uh, many New Zealanders do. Uh, we got a twenty-song original live set come together quite a lot of songs for a new band to have come together and to a really high standard we felt uh we we're living in a small coastal town in australia at the time not a lot of opportunities to play live so we yeah. decided to pack up and move go to a city melbourne was an option it's a great live music scene but we wanted to go bigger so we came to north america we went to toronto first of all we knew some people so end of 2019 sold everything moved to toronto uh, a few shows in the pandemic arrived and shut everything down uh, of course, which is, you know. So we basically got stuck in Toronto for longer than we, uh, longer than we meant to. Right. Basically, a whole year, and there was nothing to do. Like, we were going to play live shows, couldn't do that. We had backup work in restaurants, couldn't do that. So we worked as movers, um, furniture movers, moving. Yeah, moving people's houses for about a year. Uh, worked about six or seven days a week, ten to fifteen hours a day. This I got, I got ripped. <laughs> so it helped your career. Oh, yeah. Well, is, I put it all back on again as soon as I stopped. This is in a Toronto winter at times as well, which we've wow. never virtually seen snow before. Next thing, it's Toronto winter's gone forever. It, rain, wow. it it snowed in seven months of the year while we were there. It, like that was an it was quite a new experience. We worked hard, and we came here to LA in this January of 2021. He had a girlfriend. Um, LA makes sense. It's the home of entertainment. Still nothing to do as far as a band. So we were determined to market ourselves in what, some way. We thought there's got to be something we can do in the home of entertainment. So we came up with the idea, first of all, to print a flyer. Because we thought it's old school. You can drop it door to door. Online felt so full uh, and so on. I so think, yeah, marketing yourself as a band online. It's just like there's 60,000 songs released on Spotify every day. Uh, so it's so like how do you, how do you, um, you know, go up against that kind of noise, right. literal noise. Like I know that. That'd be too harsh. I know that. I know that. Um, probably ninety-seven percent of those sixty thousand songs are very worthwhile. Outstanding. Outstanding. Right. Yes. Every single one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but how so, do you get noticed? And so then you can dropping flyers door to door. You can't just say listen to our music. You got you know you get a very short moment of people's attention when they right. look at it. So that's what we came up with. We printed to start with twenty thousand of those. 20,000. Yeah. yeah, we printed 20,000. How many have you given out? 25,000. Wow. We yeah. we printed another run of 10. We've delivered yeah. we've delivered door to door 25,000. Brilliant, man. So, it's so simple and so brilliant. Yeah. Well, thank you. We we actually yeah. worked on the simplicity. Initially the first idea was let's make a joke on like garden services because that's what often you get as a leaflet. It's like, "Do you need your lawn mode? Garden's right. done. We can't help. We're a rock band." And we're like <laughs> We're like, that's kind of funny. but We what, can rock it out on your garden. <laughs> what, what's going to be the follow-up after a laugh? And right. we thought, not a lot. So then we sort of went well, back. We actually did a little bit, bit of market research even with that from the very beginning. We were kind of, okay, that's pretty good, this this joke about gardening services. That's not bad. So we 
Just if printed we do a, say so ourselves. We printed a couple of... Well, it made us laugh, and that's the first step. Um, printed a couple of staples and took them around the neighborhood and showed a few people who were hanging out um, in their front yards. And uh, most of the people were like, what? What is that? I, uh, I'd probably we throw said, it out. We, we said, what would you do if you got it? They're like, I'd probably throw it out. And then as, um, and then as we were walking off dejectedly from... Uh, I another... wasn't dejected. <laughs> you can talk to yourself. <laughs> as we were walking off... Um, a, a guy, one of the guys yelled out, he yelled, put, put free on it. People love free stuff. And we were like, Meh. and we had, could we put something free on there? It, right. sort of, it did sort of tie in with what we discussed as well. We wanted, we, we thought, especially being a new business, it's always better if you can give rather than ask. Right. Because it relaxes people. If you're offering something, oh, they get more relaxed. But if you're asking for something straight up as a new thing they've never heard of, I was like, okay, who are you? What do you want? So it tied in with that. Brilliant. We came up with that flyer, want a free car wash. We're a rock band from New Zealand. Right. If you follow us on Instagram, a very small thing, we will wash your car for free. Right. It's kind of funny, that idea. Like, what? How much is a follow worth? What are you going to do for it? So it's kind of got some amusement, but what it turned into, uh, I guess so I guess we can and go. how much on tips did you make? That's what I wanted to know. We generally, turn, <laughs> we generally turn them down. Nice. We, we wanted to stick to the free. Like if people Smart, really went, man. I want to give you something, we accepted it because... It's nice to allow that for people, yes. but yeah. we also didn't like... Well, if people say, do you take tips? We go, no. If they come to us with money and they put it in our hand, we're like, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like when your grandma says, just take the money. You just got to take it. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes, <laughs> it's her a, feel good. sometimes it's the right thing to do, yeah. but you don't want to be like, well, you take and then your hand's out already sort right. of thing. So yeah. Well, so, so yeah. So we, so we, even when we did the want a free car wash one, we even juggled with the wording on that after doing a little bit of market research too. So I'm really happy that we actually thought of going out and asking some people before we made the leap and printed 20,000. We asked a whole lot of people what they thought. And to begin with, we had it a little bit more jokey as well. And we showed some people and they still didn't get it. They were like, so what, are you a band? Are you a car washing service? What's right. going on? And so we had to make it really simple. Like, we are a rock band from New I Zealand. I actually came up with the phrase almost like face it's to face. It's interesting with how like so much thought. It's simple, but you got to think it through. It's surprising the amount of thought that went into that simplicity. Right. Like I, as, as we had a fairly clever, funny, what we thought was way of writing it down. I was showing some girls in an Abbott Kinney shop in Venice. And they're like, what are you doing? And I said, well, the idea is we're a rock band from New Zealand. If you follow us on Instagram, we'll wash your car for free, literally. And they both just laughed and went, yes. And I was like, okay. And we went home, we wrote it out like that. And then when we, as soon as we showed people, most of them just laughing. I'd do that. Oh, that's funny. I'd do it. Yeah. So then we took the plunge and just started walking the streets door to door. I, I think the them. second day of dropping them, we had our first um, first person contact us for a car wash. Um, actually, I think the first person to contact us told us that it wasn't really a free car wash because people have to pay for their water. They sent us a long email. It was a very long <laughs> we email. Like, we were like... Well, this isn't a good start. They're Is like, everyone going to think that they're, they're going to... Like, people are anyway. going to take you up on it because it's not free because <laughs> they have to pay. But like, okay. Anyway, so we had 140 followers when we started. So we had nothing. Like there's, there's nothing to work from. But anyway, I think the second day we got our first booking for a car wash. Went, went to this guy's place in Silver Lake the day after. And he turned out to be a, a guy in music publishing, like in the music business. Some, some guy in Culver City had got our flyer. And had posted it to all the his workmates. I think it was the president of the company. Yeah, and he president sent of the it company. To all the workers. He sent it to all the workers, going, "These guys are like they're doing something." But they're, 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 then, they also wanted to know, would we actually do it? Yeah. They were still unsure. Right. So he had us up, and he was like, and then he put us when we arrived. He put us on a Zoom with the whole company, saying, "Here, I've got this band. <laughs> I've got this band doing the uh, free car wash." So 
that was our very first car wash. It was with a music company. So I was like, okay. It's kind of also a good, a good start. start. And then straight away, he posted it. And then there were all these people in the music industry straight away, like going, you guys are geniuses. And we were like immediately, yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, as, as a band, basically starting out our promotions, we never really so promoted ourselves. And, the, and adding value first. Exactly. I think that's something people don't yeah. realize. Like, they, hey, can you follow me? Hey, can you yeah. Yeah. download my song? Can you listen to they're asking for something. Yeah, that's the natural thing you would think you want to do. Of course, but really, it's adding value first. Yeah, well, that's it, what changes everything. Well, it changes everything to say, "Here, we'll do something for you." Right. Yeah. And yeah. we've stuck to it basically. We've tra- we've learned along the way that it really does relax people. And pe- if if we don't push ourselves forward and ask too much, you know, you don't want to be silly about it, but right. basically stick to that. People think and want to do things for you. They exactly. say, "Who do I know? What can I do for you?" If we go to them and say, "Who do you know? Who can you connect us with?" They but back if, off. Exactly. Right. But, but if we, so I mean, we had, I think, I think in our second week, we had 180 followers. The head of marketing for the Grammys messaged us and he said, He got our flyer. I think, I think he, he, said, he said a really funny message about, um, about your, I guess you're looking to get to high profile people. Well, it's worked. Um, <laughs> you, sort of talking about himself. And the, yeah, exactly. Sort of thing. But, and then he was just really friendly. He chatted to us for a week to suss it out. And he's like, You know what? I don't want a car wash. Come around to my house. So like with this tiny band starting out and the head of marketing for the Grammys is getting us over to his house, sits wow. us down for an hour, gives us advice, you know, basically just as a kind of as a friend sort of thing. Saying, I love the, I've listened to the music. I love it. The, 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 the songs are great. The marketing's great. I think then we knew we were onto something. It was at that point when sort of getting to someone like that. So can I just say you guys are so patient and so professional for continuing this podcast interview with a dog barking, and I saw I'm because I I'm I'm like I keep thinking okay I'll stop and go put him away, but I just want to comment mis- that you guys are so you're like, mistaking. We just love talking about ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely love it. It happen. doesn't matter what goes on. Oh, I'm talking I about love myself that, right man. now. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I'm learning from you because I'm okay. Good. So I think we're good because I really want to. I really want to like listen to you guys, and I don't want to be afraid that the dog's gonna do something. Yeah. So okay. Good. We're free and clear. The hardest part's over. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, that's the basis of our story. So, I love, I mean, that honestly is like such a huge like takeaway Mm because if you're like, there's so many ways to solve the problem, man. People just usually take a direct approach. Yeah. Like, how did you guys, were you guys always this creative or, or like Uh, outside, you uh, seem like an outside the box type of. Yeah, I think so. You know, we were homeschooled for a number of years. Okay. And that really that explains it. That really promotes <laughs> out of the box. Yeah, creativity, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does because you, you, you don't you not to you know you just start you think outside the system and you think exactly. okay what can I and it, it seems normal to do something outside the system or do right. something different and doing something different is almost like a badge of pride. Right. It's like okay, what am I going to do that's different? Right. And also, whereas start, in school, it's like stay yeah stay yeah, in the lines. It yeah, also becomes line, just yeah. automatic because right. You just don't have anyone else there to help form your opinions to an extent. You right. just learn to form them yourself and then you kind of get out into the real world and you're like, I'm just used to thinking for myself. So right. there's, a, I think there was a degree of that in our upbringing. It helped us. And then coming to something like, uh, we feel it's there in our music. Uh, we feel it, it, yeah. it corresponds. We've got an original sound. But then something like this, which we've been told by many people in LA, they've never seen a band do it before. And everything's right. been done in music. But they've never quite seen this idea being done exactly, and it requires you know hard work, yeah. Which you know not or, everybody wants to put in the hard work; they uh, want to get to the the fun part, yeah. True, yeah. and then I guess like living in Toronto in the snow, moving people yeah. proves that you 
you're not afraid of hard work. No. So that's kind of important too. That's yeah. true. So it, you it, must it, have learned that along the way. Yeah. There's some things that you know you got to like learn along the way to be able to even follow through the way you guys did. I think so. so. You because you guys have done a lot of car washes. I'm assuming. Yeah. Like like how many washes, car washes? Like even curious. dropping the flyers. That was a lot of work. Oh, oh my god. Twenty five thousand door to door. Like that's you know, a lot. And of you guys dropped all the flyers. Yeah. Ourselves. We dropped we everyone walked. ourselves. With twenty five thousand. That's a so. lot of freaking flyers. Yeah. We yeah. looked a lot of. We looked. There were day, a few miles. There were initial days when you just when you were still getting just your first few. You might only just right. have one or two car washes a day. Who dropped We're, the most flyers? Are you, are you guys all hardworking? Uh, no, we are, no, we are all We all are, yeah. Who did the most flyers? I think I did. Possibly. I think That's I like did. That's eight, like more than 8,000 a person. That's a lot of flyers. Because I love that. I've fit. passed I, out flyers and after it, a few hundred, you yeah. just get really yeah. worn out. We did, we did days where we did like eight, nine hours dropping flyers. Yeah. Like we just, and that was just walking, walking, walking. But wow. it's kind of like a lotto ticket every time. It's like, you're, you're dropping one on the door and you just never know who's going to get exactly. it. Exactly. It's always some, exciting for me dropping a flyer. We had some fun. We had fun along <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. I know. You can't stop and dream about every single person that you drop a flyer for them. No, I know. I <laughs> got to move on. We did have encouragement <laughs> all the way along. Like every day almost when you do a good, a good fly drop, you'd have someone cool message and encourage you and say, I listened to your music. I did this. Yeah. Like there were really cool people that we came across. Uh, no, like really high profile names as such, but a lot of very high profile behind the scenes people. Well, that's what people don't realize. It's not about the car wash. It's not, it's about how you're interacting with somebody that you're giving something to someone that it's unique. And then it creates conversation. It, t it makes people tell other people about you guys. It's so oh, much yeah. more. There's than, a surprising yeah. amount yeah. to it actually. Like yeah. you're saying, so what it basically turned into a car wash was a half hour meeting. Yeah. So we right. turn up, we bring out, so part of it, we bring our boom box. So mm -hmm. we had a boom box. We play our music in the background. Uh, you so they're listening to the music and then we just get to know them. They stand out. They're like, they want to know, basically everyone wanted to get to know us. Like, it was kind of cool also coming out of lockdown because we had a lot of people saying, you're the first new person I've met in a year. Like, <laughs> lit, like there so was now they have this affinity for you as like yeah this, like, they're never gonna forget us yeah divine being <laughs> yeah a person it was like a small social occasion for like quite a lot of people as well right because it felt safe you're out on the street right it's not indoors you're washing you're cleaning yeah we yeah. wore yeah. we wore masks <laughs> we wore masks etc at the beginning for the first month or two while right everyone was still doing that and you know so it felt like a safe thing but people who would like who had stayed indoors who had stayed Man. out of any socialization yeah. like this is a social occasion you this nailed it though fun. it's a meeting you're yeah. creating yeah, a was. business meeting exactly well yeah so and, smart. I mean, guys are you thinking what i'm thinking podcast car wash yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could it just could work i'll be interviewing of course and then <laughs> <laughs> so you're sharp Grab you're very i'm seeing how sharp you are already i guess <laughs> you, you lined up who's doing man. what perfectly right. but no so i mean obviously not everyone was somebody and we didn't make it about that either like it didn't matter who you were. We were happy to turn up and wash your car with the same spirit. Right. And, so, and I think that added to it. People Very sent, People sense that. Because if you're kind of like, oh, this isn't it. He can't do anything for us. And some of those people could do the most for us, actually. Like we had a chiropractor, a lady who was... Um, cannoli, come here. Yes, chiropractor. Uh, we had a lady right. who was a chiropractor. You Don't forget think, the cannoli, man. No, yeah, I told I, you. I haven't forgotten the cannoli. I'm not looking <laughs> at the cannoli. He doesn't like it when we forget him. I'm following the instructions. Don't look at the cannoli. Okay? Don't look I don't, at the cannoli, I can, man. <laughs> I can follow instructions. Uh, yeah. We had a lady who was a chiropractor. Um, you wouldn't think that she might be able to do a lot for us. We uh, we washed her car. And then she asked us kind of an extra favor. She'd heard it. we do moving. And so I asked if we could move a set of drawers for her. And we're like, well, we're not movers. But yeah, we'll, we like this. We'll do it. Yes. Right. We basically said yes to things. 
And then it turns out, I mean, she actually paid us handsomely, not that we asked her it again, but then she also put our flyers on her desk as a, at work and she recommended us to all her clients. Next thing, we've got a director with 50,000 followers messaging us saying, I, my chiropractor wouldn't stop talking about you guys. I've got to meet you now and invites us out to his very expensive house in the hills just because this woman has been recommending us and she did it because... Well, also, no, remember also the funny thing was um, she got us to move that set of drawers, but part of the reason she got us to move it was because we we're picking it up from someone who worked for Live Nation. Yeah, so she was actually doing a nice thing. So she was, she's a quiet sort of person right. and she doesn't like blast out what she's doing, but we got to this person's house. She's like, oh, I work in music and stuff like that. And this, um, you know, and but, we're like, oh, okay. But there's so. been so many stories of people going, who do I know? What can I do for you? And that's because I think right. we have genuinely tried to do it the same for each person. Well, I think also like, it's like you said, you when you give, people have a natural instinct to yeah. want to give back. Yeah. Often I think, tenfold. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, really? they feel like, yeah. oh, you did something for me without, when they genu genuinely feel you weren't looking for something. Yeah, yeah. you weren't chasing. Like, yeah. well, can you buy this ticket now? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, hey, no, yeah, no, we no, had don't give me a tip. No. We just wanted to We'd connect. Be... Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the time to let us come out here and yeah. talk to you. That, that's it. Thanking them Yeah. versus, hey, we did your car. Now, what are you going to do for me? Exactly. Well, you you summed it up. That's how it went. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the other part of it was we would do a post. To begin with, we did a post for every person we did a car wash for. Oh, wow. Uh, and we would just talk about what... It started off just saying, oh, hey, thanks for getting involved. And then it turned into this sort of like... For a little while there, like almost like a humans of LA sort of thing where I was like talking about who we met and what yeah. they were like and blah, 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 blah. And then we started doing too many car washes. So it got summed up into a daily one. Now it's a weekly one. Um, but, you know, we would, we would, there was a period there where we were doing like filling up the whole Instagram box on the stories of who we'd met and what had happened and all that kind of How stuff. How would you rate the car washes one through 10? The quality. The quality. Oh, it's I'd nine? give it an eight. <laughs> Why an eight? <laughs> That's pretty good for free. Uh, yeah, it is. Well, no, yeah, you're oh, I mean, right. it's not like a, yeah. not a detail. No, 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 <laughs> I, I, look, I guess it depends. <laughs> I think people have almost are always been struck about how good. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Right. Right, so you been, guys are pretty good car washers. Oh, we, do, we, we take pride in that part <laughs> of it. We do most, a good job. It's not yeah. the most advanced, you know, it's like. But still, <laughs> maybe I, I, if I'm it was my kids doing it, trust me. I'm probably like, thanks, but. We did it when we were kids. So we went out and knocked on doors and ask people, do you want your car washed for three dollars? And then, and then somehow, over the course of time, with inflation, it turned from three dollars into zero dollars. So I'm like, uh, we're genius at businesses. <laughs> Can you tell we're just like we're really on it? And then the Man, more we got clients left and right. Now. <laughs> the more cars we wash, it's really bizarre. The bank balance doesn't seem to have got any better. I can't work it out. Uh, but yeah, it's look. I mean, it's been a it's been quite quite a ride for us. We've met a lot of people. We've washed 450 cars, I think it is. Well, I think the, like any, uh, another note on having, talking about doing it for anyone, in it, like anyone, anywhere, like um, of any stature, etc. I think the second or third, maybe the very second car wash we did, we, um, we, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. I was we, a very quiet girl. My apologies. Yeah. Yeah. She's very shy. Yeah, she was very, very shy and we turned up and, you know, she, uh, yeah, she, she just sort of, we just sort of washed the car and that was about it. And we kind of, uh, and, and then we wondered, oh, okay, is this going to be the, like, this, this was the second or third car wash. Is this how the did. experience is going to be? Are <laughs> yeah. we just going to, are, yeah. are they not going to hang out? And are then a just... couple, a couple of weeks later, she sent us a message of her listening to our music in her car. And since then, she's come to every single one of our shows. Awesome. So, man, and that's the thing. <laughs> almost, like, I think almost every single show. Creating yeah. loyal fans yeah. that will show up. Yeah. 
it's one thing to get people to follow you. Yeah. It's another thing to get them to come to your show. Yeah, exactly. As you know better Ex than I know, exactly. but I know that. You know, you could have like 10,000 followers, but they're not maybe deep followers uh -huh. or connected followers. But what you guys are doing is creating real followers. Yeah. Like we've exactly. I mean, you, they're actually, more often going to show up because they have a they, they have a connection to you. We've experienced that on Instagram because you can see people with very high Instagram follow accounts and yeah. that doesn't really translate when they post about you to very right. much happening. And someone else, like you just see their followers, they're just dialed in or they follow, follow every word they say. So we're not trying to create some huge profile. We're just right. doing it bit by bit. Every follower kind of, you know, they're kind of engaged in our story. We should add right. that like the idea of um, getting Instagram followers was never the idea. It was no. like, we, we were just like, okay, we'll do the free car wash. And then if we're going to get people's attention, we might as well, you know, collect retain them, some, some retain way. them somewhere. So they right. can stay So we're like, okay, let's do it on Instagram. We weren't really using Instagram at the time. We weren't super keen on doing a whole lot of social media, but it was just like, okay, well, if, if we're actually going to get their attention, let's right. gather them somewhere. Which so is smart. It, it is a good way to... Yeah, of course. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's Network a, all your yeah, followers, exactly. all your fans yeah. into one place. They get access to what's it just going make, on Exactly. With you. It makes yeah. sense. It yeah. builds a network. Exactly. But the idea was never like, oh, how can we get more Instagram followers? Yeah, it was exactly. just like, how can we get our name yeah. out there? I mean, so talking to the things people giving, you mentioned people giving back tenfold. One of the, probably a month or so, and we had a photographer who's a very successful photographer, done like top magazine covers and so on. He came across our story through like spreading online through a couple of people and he said, I love this. And he gave he, he messaged us and said, I want to call you and talk to you. And he says, how about if you guys wash my car, I'll give you a, a free photo shoot. And like, because he says, he said, I see you guys haven't had a band shoot recently. I'll give you a whole free shoot. And so he got us out and it turned out he, he did an amazing job. His, we're still using his photos as our profile photo, actually. He was a great photographer. But he also made like a 10-minute little documentary of the event. He, he made he made me look about three times better than I actually do. So that's what I rate his photography Impressive. skills on. I know, right? Uh, and then, <laughs> But he made like a 10-minute video of the whole I'll thing. I'll need his number really after cool. the show. <laughs> <laughs> getting old. I thought you meant him for him. But I don't, care. I don't care what he does. Just make me look but, good. So those, those little things are kind of like, like boosts all along the way. Just people messaging saying, we love what you're doing and so on. So... Although it's been a lot of work, there's been a lot of enthusiasm from people to, you know, well, probably energize about, us along the way. And then so probably like a couple of months in. Um, was that his? Sorry. Might be. Um, yeah, that's Canoli's. Yep. Canoli's always, always in on the action. Yep. <laughs> Attention seeker. Got the sparkly ball. Right. Uh, I think a couple of months in, um, we, we dropped quite a lot of flyers in the Hollywood Hills. Um, it was very nice walking around the Hollywood Hills. Uh, we would drop one of us up the top and then walk down. Weird strategy. Smart. We worked yeah, it out. We were, yeah, exactly. We weren't walking <laughs> up and down. Yeah. <laughs> but some of the houses in the hills are amazing. So, like, dropping flyers in the hills is just a pleasure. It's like right. you're going on a tour of, like, the greatest homes in the world. Exactly. It's pretty cool. Um, we, uh, entertainment lawyer in the hills got our flyer and got us around for a car wash. Um, he took us upstairs to his house and it's near the top and it looks over the whole of L.A., like, really cool place he told You're us also that, very trustworthy chaps do you know what i mean yeah like and the new zealand accent oh, it yeah. kind of gets you it's in the door it's yeah. helped 
Like, yeah. oh, like nobody's inviting me in. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, come on in, let me show you around. Like, oh, you got a flyer? Come on in. It's the accent. Well, there was kind of gives there you was a, there was a little it bit. Sounds of, friendly. When we first started, there was a little bit of like, oh, are these guys? Yeah, are yeah. these guys safe? A Is few it people safe? Are pulling out sure. because yeah, it's LA. They're also giving us their address. Right. To an person on Instagram, they're like, "What's your address? We'll come out." But once they meet you guys, yeah. they're like, "Oh, come on in." And once yeah. we had the profile of us, once we had the profile of all these washes we'd done, people started to relax more and more. But right, anyway, right. so he he took us up and showed us up because I saw. Sorry, I did no, see you're right. like what I was kind of just looking at your profile. Yeah. yeah, I saw like, oh, tech, you know, hit me up for a free car, and I wasn't sure if it was just a kind of a joke. Yeah, but I thought, oh, that's a that's, that's smart, man. And then I I texted you guys a little icon because uh-huh. you just say. Text me the car picture. Yeah, That's that was it. my genius idea. And right though. away, and you guys are very <laughs> responsive. Right away, you're like, oh, hey, did you want a car wash? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, right before the podcast. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But, Just to make sure how, yeah. how we do this. But sort of you thing. did it. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering. I'm like, are they going to be responsive or is this kind of a gimmicky thing? Well, talk, that and was I think it's brilliant out. that you didn't make it a gimmick, that you did it all the way. That was the Very whole difference smart. for us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That this isn't a gimmick because we, I think people do do those sort of attention grabbing things and say, ha, huh, now I've got you. Just listen to my music. Exactly. And no, it wasn't Clickbait. that. Yeah. That's it. Oh my, I can't tell you how mad I get when oh. I read an article headline and then I read the, and I follow through and I'm, I'm trying to find <sighs> what the headline, and I was like, it doesn't match. Right. There's nothing here. Right. I, I, I'm like, who can I report this All right. Well, now to... we've got on to the real subject of today. Right. <laughs> Bud's, oh, yeah. anyway, Bud's so... grievances with clickbait. <laughs> Bud's grievances with clickbait. <laughs> Sorry, I, about... I sat up straight. I'm leaning like, in. Right, Let's really, talk yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, so, yeah. wh- like, so, by the way, I'm talking to Bud yep. and Anand. Yep. That's right. Right? A-N-A-N-D. Yeah, uh-huh. Anand. Bud, yeah. we know how to spell. Yeah. About to light some up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then your your brother that isn't here, yes. what's his name? Dion. D-H-Y-A-N. D-H-Y-A-N. Dion. Dion. Oh, cool. My my brother's name's Jan. Cool. Oh, okay. Without Jan. the D. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'll try to remember it that way. Yeah. That's... Um, but why? Like I, I want to know why you guys are working so hard. Like what makes you guys move to Toronto, uh-huh. move shit, then come here? And are you doing this full time or Wait. you guys are doing we have been up to, like up, to the to last few, up to the last few nights where Dian is actually not here because he's just got a casual job because you know yeah. we've been we've been stretching our finances as it were doing a free car meet. wash exactly we've been uh, so he's just got we're just looking to get some extra work now but um, as things go on but we are just starting to just starting to monetize our product I think we're starting to do merchandise and um, starting a supporters club where people can subscribe and these sort of things but up to now we're test, yeah, testing those things so well, the reason why we're we yeah. doing this because we really believe in our music yeah. we yeah. actually think we've got an outstanding product yeah so I've often said that to people it's like you wouldn't drop you know exactly to, what is, how many 25,000 25,000 flyers and wash 450 cars you know, you wouldn't do that unless you really believed in the product. And it's not about it has It's not just a bit of fun in a garage. And it's not right. just yeah. it's not just chasing a dream as it were and thinking that I want this is what I want to do. It's what we think we should do because that's where our best skills lie. Yes. We really believe that that's what we have to offer and that's the best thing we can do. So we're committed to it because of that. I mean, and we're just trying to that this is part of the I mean, really the main reason for this podcast is to help people do what they're really passionate about. Music Don't is, fall prey to just taking any job you have a talent there's a skill a skill a talent a passion lean into that you're going to be more successful in the long run yes even though right now you guys are investing in yourselves exactly that's why you got to do what you got to do to make ends meet the car washes the flyers you're investing all that Uh time and energy 
into your cells. And you got to have kind of, you know, really strong faith uh -huh. in yourself yeah. or in the process or yes. in whatever you believe in. That it does get tested. Makes you yeah, of course. Every, everyone who's successful probably knows that at some point yes. they've been tested. And particularly probably in creative fields. I mean, look, there can be people have extreme stories in every field, but often in creative fields because it's maybe more of a subjective opinion whether or not you're good. It can be take a lot to push through. So some people more than others, but yeah. we yeah we feel it's worth it. We're we're convinced that that's where we're best for us. We think in a matter of fact way, yeah. not in an American Idol kind of yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, but right. yeah, and then you hear us say exactly. Ah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, but yeah, and then, well, and then, I haven't. I'm glad you now, do good car washes. Now, <laughs> now we're cutting the podcast right here because yeah. you just heard them sing. Have you, you considered car washes and poetry? <laughs> <laughs> Spoken word. Uh, <laughs> so what we, he was saying before about one of the cool parts was when we. Are you taking that story now? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good story. It's like competing over no, the no, best no, no. stories. I'm, I'm carrying on with that story. Okay, right. yeah, are you okay. the only three siblings? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, if there had been more, they probably would have been part of the band. Yeah. That's yeah. It. If we can just digress very briefly, and I'll yeah, tell you the please. story about the guy in the Hollywood Hills. I would love to. Um, so yeah, he's an entertainment lawyer. Got us over to the car wash, took us upstairs, showed us his beautiful like view over the. It was a very modern sort of looking house as well. Very cool. Um, he told us it was built by Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees. Oh my God. He said, Do you know who the I Bee Gees are? <laughs> we went, Yeah. Uh, They're from said, Australia. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, well, they, yes. Britain and Australia. Yeah. But they lived, like us as Kiwis, they also lived in Australia, quite near also, to where we were. Kiwis. Did. No, no, that, sorry. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm saying yeah, yeah, oh, they were British, we were Kiwis, but they yeah. and us, we both grew up a lot of the time in Australia. Yeah. 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 And yeah. A fair, actually, about an hour from where they did. So we're fairly close yeah. by. So yeah. is, there a, is there a similar like music style too? Uh, I think. Uh, like a, a focus on melody, uh, mm. that that's about the closest. There's no tight Nobody pants. Nobody gets no. <laughs> to beautiful song. <laughs> right? No, oh, I lo dude, the Bee Gees are like yeah, and they wrote a lot of love. I mean, not John Travolta, just because yeah. I have the image of John Travolta yeah, exactly. and Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the Bee Gees, and it was just they, they wrote a lot of love songs. I think we yeah, write man. a lot less love songs. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah anyway, so filming he, in the house built by the. Oh, oh sorry, I've, got, I've jumped. Oh in no, you spoiled I it. I almost spoiled oh, the story. <laughs> no, okay, no, no. okay, it's no, not that good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking too long to tell. No, I'm not. It's because it, we're 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 going off on strands. You've had too much whiskey. <laughs> He's definitely had too much whiskey. <laughs> Where's that bottle? Okay, I'll let him tell the oh, story. Oh yeah, where is no, that? No, I'm not joking. I've got plenty. Um, Rick, let him be. Let him yeah, 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 yeah. This is gonna get out of control. You're cut off, man. And I'm just <laughs> so um, yeah, he takes us upstairs, show, and the view's like awesome. And he says, "Do you want to film a music video here for free?" And we were like, eh, "Okay." I yeah. think that's within our budget. Yeah, exactly. Ex exactly. We, it. Free car wash, free music. And, and video. then he told us. Well. Then he it's told us. Then he said, um, "You know, there's a lot of people have filmed here." He said, um, "Do you know who Rihanna is?" And we, <laughs> and we were like, "Yes, yes, we do. Yes." I think uh, I've heard of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but uh, he said she's filmed in this house. Yeah, she filmed in the house. And wow. Yeah. So he he bought it himself off Mark Ruffalo a few years ago. So it's so, a cool, uh, and it's got cool pop art all over the walls, right. and it's a cool. So speaking it's a, of it's budget, a legit Beverly Hills. Norm, well, exactly, yeah, Hollywood yeah. Hills. It was Hollywood. just normally, above Sunset Strip, actually. Yeah. Normally would have been slightly above our budget. <laughs> right. To be a house, exactly. Yeah. Normally, but when he said, "Would you like to film here?" and then he said. Actually, let me hear the song you do here. And I played him the song in about 30 seconds. He's like, okay, that's fine. That's good. You can film here. <laughs> and he told us we could film there for free. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, then, and then he, um, 
he set us up with a really good actress as well because being an entertainment lawyer, he had a lot of uh, connections. Um, Stephanie, she appeared in the video. She um, She's an amazing actress. I, we're surprised she hasn't blown up yet, but I think she will. Um, so we were very lucky to get her involved and she just joined in on the shoot for free. And then also a guy we watched a car for about a week earlier, um, Eric Zimmerman. He um, is a cinematographer and he filmed music videos for Daft Punk, The Rolling Stones, Guns N' Roses, etc. We watched his car, he lived around the corner from us and he said, oh, I'll come along and help you guys out on the day and provide some lighting and stuff like that. So literally the whole music video was filmed for free apart from two bottles of Chardonnay, which cost $10 in total. Wow. And Bud had to drink so that. So it wasn't free after all. No. <laughs> so the end of I the story. I knew it. Why did you end the story it's with that? It's like those free car washes <laughs> when you make your own water. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so, too good to be But true. that was pretty amazing to film a music. Have those sort of profile of people coming across us. Let me, let me pause and put them away. This okay. will be a good break. So, sorry about that. That's oh, okay. Good. I get. I think the the worst is behind us. The, we got through the storm, <laughs> and it was so good. So it's gonna be even better now. We've, I feel yes. Like. No distractions. God, I'm like dying to hear the music now. Excellent. That's why I love Excellent. hearing the story first. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, it's, part of it is I'm spread way too thin, so uh -huh. I don't have time really to. I don't watch TV anymore. Like I don't know what's going on in the world. So I'm the That's perfect like coming in cold good interviewer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now I'm like, yeah, but it'd be funny if it was like really bad. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? We, we I think it was. Because I'm like picturing the Bee Gees now. Yeah. You got that in my, I'm like, am I talking to the future Bee Gees? I think it was, uh, you are. Um, am I? Do maybe, you think that? Yeah, for sure. Like as far as something of that why stature. Like, I you, think, I think. If you we'll, didn't, I'd be worried. We're prepared. That's why we're prepared to put this work. And we think we will go down that's, as people who are really like, you know, respected in the music industry. Right. We'll contribute a lot. And you we don't seem done. delusional. So I'm like, no, they must be really they good. They don't seem I, it's, delusional. It's an, yeah, it's an interesting point. Don't seem delusional. No, <laughs> you never exactly. know. So, no, you never know. Uh, no, we've got a lot of confidence. But I think it was the third or fourth car wash. It was a 16-year-old boy. He lived fairly close in the neighborhood. And he, we actually ended up, a few months after the car wash, we played a, a block party for them in their driveway. And they brought the neighborhood and that kind of stuff. But yeah. he told us a story then. He said, when I first took it to my dad, he's like, oh, I don't know. You better listen to their music first because if they're no good, it's going to be uncomfortable. And he said, no, dad, I have. They're really good. <laughs> it was like a really, f and then he showed yeah. the dad and they were like really into their music. And the dad's like, they are good. Okay, you can get them around for the car wash. Next thing, then, you know, a couple of months later, we played at, played at their place. And so time. that's that's us. Emperor's Night, good enough for a car wash. <laughs> for a free car wash. Yeah, yeah, for a free car wash. How bad yeah. does the music have to be that you turn down the free car wash? The free car wash will be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, look, I think it's created that interest in a fair few people. Oh, let me hear their music. Yeah. And it's a, there's so much out there. How do you get people to stop and say, I want to hear their music? Right. For us, this has been it. So, I so you, you, guys all, you guys all sing? Uh, two of Harmonize. us. He, he's not allowed to sing. Strict Ever. rules. We, we should we should finish that joke. It's not a joke. He <laughs> thinks it's a joke. It's not a joke. Like you uh, didn't realize they turned your microphone off. <laughs> I never have one. It's really annoying because <laughs> not not because I want to sing because I want to talk in between songs. They're telling all the jokes and I don't get to say anything. So you really don't have a mic when no. you perform? Well, he will. Sometimes. He will. He will. He will. Just, yeah, he will. Just I can do backups. Very. <laughs> If you if you practice, uh, no, basically no. Dan and I share the yeah. singing. They're yeah. like they're like they share lead vocals, sort of like Lennon and McCartney. Like they'll yeah. each song will be a, like one or the other. Can we hear some bars? 
No, definitely not. I need no? to be. I've got to be warmed up. I'm not yeah? going to be halfway through a whiskey and just go for it. No, no, no. That would be pretty to, epic, though. Yeah, no, no. Go, All right. yeah, listen, listen to it on. I'm yeah, trying. Go All right. The, yeah. I thought I'd make, take a shot. Yeah, fair enough. I always ask. Yeah. I, fair play. Is this my drink? Yes, I think it so. Is yes. Now. Um, yes. So yeah, two All of right. us sing. I play. Maybe piano. at the end we'll play some music because yeah. we have a speaker around here. Because I'm, I'm really. We do. We do yeah. have a speaker right. in our car as well, so we've got a boom, oh, okay. our, our car wash boom boxes here, so we can really? play it from there if you like. Yeah. Okay. It goes, it goes everywhere. Let's with us, do that. So, yeah. We could do we'll that. make people that are listening to the podcast wait, yeah. or they can pause right now exactly. yeah, and go listen to some and come right back. <laughs> they, Don't pause. You'll never come back. They, exactly. they, they, they'll never come back. <laughs> Don't leave. They're gone. They're too invested. There's no way they could even pause right now. It doesn't now. matter what we say now. They're gone. They're, they already started listening to your <laughs> okay. music. Well, they'll never be back. World. Now, the filter, world. now the filters are off. Exactly. Everyone's gone anyway. All right. So let's go to your childhood. Tell us your most traumatic experience. You could remember when, remember can't, can't when remember. the boys in the kitchen you guys seem like you asked really... you what the worst thing you ever did was? <laughs> oh yeah, is that what they did? <laughs> they yeah. did. So you know we worked well, in the kitchen. Trying to get dirt. In, they worked, yeah, we worked exactly. in the kitchen back in uh in restaurants back in Australia when we we're like I was like twenty years old or something. And uh, in a kitchen, you spend a lot of time like in a very confined space with each other. You're prepping all day. With nothing and to do. And so the, the amount of the amount of rubbish that gets spoken yeah. about between these guys. They just talk just, crap. All day, it's and then, I think maybe our kitchen was more so like that because there were a couple of boys who were especially like um, lippy. Yeah. They were anyway. So one of the questions was, "Everyone say the worst thing you'd ever done." Uh, at that point, I hadn't lived a very rock star existence. Uh, I guess I'd probably been the you know the well behaved brother. So my story was once I'd been home two hours late. I got home at five, and they said, "You got home at five in the morning." I said, "No, five in the afternoon. I'm supposed to be home at three. <laughs> And I said, and I, I don't know why I said this to this day. And, that was, and it was a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, that was the worst thing I'd ever done. But uh, the thing was, Bud was being earnest. He was like, yeah, I think that's the worst thing you, I ever why, did. Why did you bring up the story? I don't know why. And then why did I go on and tell it? I'm not sure. Well, I gave you room to either tell it or not tell it. Well, once you introduced it, I had to tell it, didn't I? Uh, oh, my God. You guys have like an ongoing podcast series starting right now. Seriously. You should totally do that as part of the marketing, but also because the wit and it's unique to America. I mean, I'm just saying almost Smothers Brothers-y, you know, Smothers Brothers? No, no, I don't. Look up Smothers Brothers. It's an old like two brothers. Uh You know, one's the smart guy, one's the dumb guy, but really they're both super geniuses. Uh We do have that brother thing You know what's interesting though? Having, so you're not seeing the full experience having three. Yeah. It's a lot harder to work the dynamic out between three. A yes. lot harder. And do you do that? Yeah, well, we've yeah, we've we got have. to that point it, where we it have. Took a bit of work, it took actually. some work because him and I used to like work in the same place and stuff, so we kind of got used to it, and so we knew where to go back and forth between the two of us and stuff. Right. And people would be like, "Oh my god, you're like saying the same things and like blah blah blah." So right. Whereas Very once, flowing banter. Yeah. And, yeah. But with the and... three of us, Dian adds a, another vibe as well, and then you have to like adjust all the time, and it, it yeah, it takes I, some work. So we, I think we've got it down pat now. And so, it's more interesting when Dian's here. I will say that. It definitely, he yeah, a, yeah, yeah, slightly. Oh, we right. was, we we'll have spo- to do we a part two. We sp- yeah, we were supposed <laughs> to talk about how he was the useless, unimportant brother, but right. he seems to be bigging him up instead. I don't know how <laughs> right. that happened. Uh, but backfiring on you. This uh, was your chance to take over the band, <laughs> and he's, he's going to be watching it. What are they going to say about me? And he's like, okay, we should say something inappropriate, probably. <laughs> something inappropriate about him. Yeah. I don't know. 
We'll yeah. work on it. We'll, we'll think, think of the worst thing. What's the worst thing? The worst thing, thing, he, the worst thing he ever did. What's the was, worst thing? <laughs> was, he was home sick. He he killed a man. Gone, you've gone. Way no, too no, no, far. no, 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 no. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, that, <laughs> sorry, that's 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 he, a, a fun. No, you no can't, I can't you tell can't that story. That. No, I can't tell that story. It's a ridiculous story. It's a ridiculous. He was just a young child, and and oh, uh, that one. Yeah, do you I know what I'm meant, talking I about? I thought you meant the two occasions this killed someone. <laughs> oh, that other time. <laughs> yeah, we're just telling in jokes. That's sorry. Not fair. No, yeah. we shouldn't. Yeah, um, anyway, I didn't so mean back, to do that joke about killing. No, someone. I was yeah, thinking if I could tell that story. You guys should explain. Let's leave that one to. So back You're to our adventure so far, yes. uh, the very, some other things I don't know if you have or haven't seen. We've got quite a f- bit of media coverage now on our story. Uh, so initially we got written up in the paper, the LA Daily News. Uh, the guy, the journalists love the story, so they put it in 11 publications across Southern California. So next thing you know, we're going out to like Victorville to wash a guy's car. Uh, once again, if it's... OC, ba- Santa Clarita. If it's basically possible, we'll do it. So Not on the same day. So we've driven out these places for one car wash. Then we got on Spectrum TV News, cable TV channel. But then the biggest one was getting on KTLA. Uh, the KTLA basically, uh, pretty much LA's biggest news yeah, station. Yeah. And yeah. they did like a three-minute piece on us. Yeah. Um, and they played it like five, six times. So we got like eight, 900 followers. We got a lot of traction from that. That's Have you thought about a car wash concert? Seriously. We, we have. have. We, we, we played around with those ideas. and Because just... when you told me Victorville, I'm like, my brain, because I'm always yeah. overthinking and coming up with ideas how to make my life easier yeah i'm like man you should just i guess plan a concert you're gonna be out there or other cars that i just started thinking like we've tried to do like practicalities through of it yeah of like okay if we turn up and wash cars and so let's say even if it's 15 minutes a car how long are the people going to be in the audience to wait watch us wash all these cars and then listen to us I think the idea is really good. We just have to work on the practicality. There's got to be more to the experience. Yeah, you can't wash like 30 cars because then you'll be there all day. Yeah. And then you play a show. So, but there is something there. Right. I was just thinking like, I don't know, somehow you, I don't know, can you do a concert at a car wash and then... Well, yeah. Funny thing is... known as the car wash. So guys, maybe it's sponsored, so it's free. Yeah. But you have people to wash it and you guys are performing. Yes. You can we, help out, like, for fun. Yeah, exactly. Get some content. But we played it. Was, really, so, like, when you get to that point, that I, level. I think Like, after you've be. done your 500th car wash. Yeah, exactly. That's which is coming up fast. Maybe you do, like, a, it's our 500th car wash. We're going to do, we're co-sponsoring with a local car wash. Yeah. Come, they're going to do it for free from these hours. And it's, like, a publicity for them and for I, you guys. And you do a concert for a two, like, a two-hour concert. Free car wash, first come, first serve. I think some of those things are what's coming Tips up for accepted. us. Because yeah. I think the car wash idea is fun and unique enough for, to stick with mm-hmm. as far as, because every time new people come across it, they still want to in some way get the experience right. sort of thing. So rather than just move on and go, oh, we're not car washing anymore, we're playing music. Because we are starting to play a run of shows now. We're playing once or twice a week. We're getting, you know, people are coming along. This sort of, so that's starting to happen for us. But still, the car wash thing is a really fun thing for new people coming to us. So you've got your no thinking cap No one's done on. the car wash tour no and it's if We've you think about, about a car, wash, car wash there's plenty of space for a little mini concert yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean also, and and the the content is the key 
We also have. It's going to be covered by all the local news. Like that's, that's just so, so unique. We've had. We've Who had, are these people? Who are these Kiwis? I mean, we've even had. We've had contact <laughs> Storming. with other news organizations. Like as far as there's a news anchor in San Diego who's interested in doing our piece. She said she wanted to do like a. Uh, she said maybe like a fi- like a fun live on air morning TV thing. Right. I just spoke to someone, a journalist in Las Vegas today, who's on TV and says, I think if you're coming out here, the entertainment reporter wants to cover you. We've had, uh, San, was it Santa Barbara they were interested? So touring, washing cars and getting news stations to cover you at each, like it's definitely a possibility. You guys are already got it. Because look, the car wash themselves are easy to sell now. Hey, we have a they, story. Yeah, exactly. News channels want yeah. a story. They will come cover your car wash. You'll yeah. be on TV. You'll I be know. on the nine o'clock news. Uh-huh. Can you do free car washes for three hours for us? Two hours? Whatever it is. And we'll do a concert. Art God will do an art installation uh-huh. live yeah. of whatever makes sense uh-huh. of a kiwi. Uh huh. Yeah, perfect. It's a giant kiwi. And then they're like, what is a giant kiwi? Oh, it's the kiwi brothers, though. Who doesn't love kiwi? Are, you, are we talking about the kiwi, the, the fruit or the bird? I don't know. Both. Both. One inside the other. <laughs> Which way? Which came first, yeah. the kiwi or the bird? Uh, while we're on that, I'm just. Yeah. Oh my God! Please you've help got, yourself. You got the McKellen looking at me. Yeah, help I, yourself, man. Turned out I couldn't resist it. Yeah, thank you. Please, and there's ice and his sponsor won't be happy about this. Exactly, <laughs> we're actually launching a spirits brand in like five months. Are you really? So we'll be competing with McKellen. <laughs> Went straight over the head. Yeah, it's a scotch though. We'll be a bourbon. I, and a I was rye. very intent on a scotch and bourbon. <clears throat> but we love every. There's room for everyone. We're not. We don't feel like there are competition. We feel like there's room for. There will be though. I was talking be. about his AA sponsor actually, but <laughs> I still don't know oh, what you're talking. I still don't know what you're talking about. When you go, he doesn't to, understand. When, those all right, things. shall I explain to him yeah. how AA works? Please, because yeah. yeah. he's so innocent. Because the worst thing he ever did was come home at right. five, five p.m. when he should have been home. Because AA are usually after five p.m. <laughs> That's he right. Wouldn't, he he wasn't know. allowed to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm de- I'm, I was regretting telling the story before. <laughs> I am even more. When you when you sign up for AA, you have a sponsor. Yeah, who, I know that. Yeah. So I said uh, your the- sponsor won't be happy. Oh, now okay. that you're pouring more alcohol yeah, for yourself. Sort of- <laughs> Dude, this is Smothers Brothers. <laughs> Except, look, the other bro- one of the brothers played dumb. Right. Okay. You just play innocent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, man. Okay, it's when somebody pays someone to. <laughs> like, just concepts the, like adult concepts that happen after 5 ooh, p.m that's good ooh, thank you is it good mm. smooth mm-hmm. Callum's pretty good yeah it's okay. nice yeah um i think the brother thing does work in our favor yes as far as, i mean it's uh, so interesting uh, do you have siblings yeah i have uh, one you, older brother right you know that no one in the world talks to you like your sibling right like, you can't create that relationship nope. that i've seen there's that's so we, we, I think people enjoy that about us. Like that's part of the Kawash experience. We turn up and basically make fun of each other in right. some sort of way. So, you know. You guys would be great in colleges, like a college tour. Have you guys done a college tour? No, well, no. Like that's another thing I think would be, I mean, of course, with um, COVID being only right. here since January, we had all these things haven't really been Zoom? possibilities before. Doing any Zoom stuff, like uh, video stuff, online stuff? We actually, we've signed up with a, um, a place called Moment House. Mm-hmm. Um, and they... They did like a Tame Impala concert and a, um, a Justin Bieber one and stuff like that. They do the uh, virtual concerts and they started just before COVID. So 
COVID hit and so they exploded. So uh, we actually, the car wash we did for KTLA was for the guy who runs this place called Moment House. He started it. So he- Moment House? Yeah, Moment House. Yeah. Oh. And so it's a platform where artists can basically sell tickets and perform to their fans. Right. Um, I mean, some of the other- So we signed up for that. So we haven't, we're working out with them like some sort of virtual concert we could do as well. We've got a, we've got a lot of potential openings to us right now because we've met a lot of people and so on. So we've had people like we're having with, in talks with people with like management who are fairly high profile have come across us. Um, there's a lady, uh, we, I mean, we've been pitched to the Jimmy Kimmel show, uh, like about three or four people that we know knew people behind the scenes and have messaged them. We knew that at one point we heard back they were interested. They love the story. Hasn't happened yet. But when you know you're being spoken about in those places. Spoken like, about. <laughs> about putting your, I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, that for a really band, cool, like the, you, you, you do that, you basically you break as are, a band. You guys are doing something right. So we it's know really we're getting exciting. close to that sort of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that's sort of going from here to here right, straight up. Right. And even places like, you know, like the Allen show, there was another night show, the Lily, Lily Singh show. So we've, we know we've been had some contacts with a few of those. They haven't come through yet, but there's a lot of little potential things that we think will happen. <laughs> Um, the other one, one of the other fun people we met was a lady who was one of the presidents of 42 West. They're a huge PR firm. They do PR for people like Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks. They've got the all big, the Toms. Yeah. That's all the only the, Tom. Yeah. That's the so only your name's people. Tom and you, you're famous. <laughs> they've signed you. Tom Hardy. Um, <laughs> so this lady personally represented, uh, the film director, David O. Russell. He I made, heard actually you and McGregor tried to change his name to Tom so, so he could be represented it. by them. I've got a Hi, great Tom McGregor. No, you're not. You're so, Ewan. Yeah. Anyway, we watched her. There's car. one little catch. <laughs> you <laughs> need to sign this name change for. <laughs> you need to be Tom. <laughs> Just for a temporary. Yeah, that's change right. back. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> would it affect your career? <laughs> no, it's pretty make much. It's name. pretty much. It's we'll pretty much over. I'm just doing quotes. HBO Max series now, so you know. <laughs> exactly. Nobody cares. Uh, so, so they, they also Whoops, we just made it. We just Whoa. made beef with you and McGregor. Now HBO Max, oh, no. McGregor. We got have no to. sponsors left. <laughs> you get, but Callan's definitely not interested. You're oh. gonna have to make your own. Gonna, <laughs> exactly. Man. All right. Sorry. Um, I was being silly. So on from that. Uh, so they also, I think, was it Lady Gaga? They represent anyway. All the so all the people that work there are working for the biggest people in the world. She now is wanting to get us to go and do a private concert for their staff party, for the Forty Two West staff party. So these are like the some of the biggest PR people in the industry. And she's seen you sing. She has. She, well, she is that we washed her car. She had the boombox there in the background. A couple of months later, she messages us like a week ago saying, "Will you come?" Because no, she, she listened to the music quite intently at the time. And yes, she, said she, oh, really she actually it. sent it around the office. Yeah, wow. so, that's yeah. a good sign. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. He, he's looking for signs. Right. To I'm say, looking okay. for signs. Yeah, exactly. I think they're good. I don't right. think they're delusional. But I'm, wait, what have other people yeah, said? What, what have other people said? They say? Right. Yeah. So I mean, those. I'm like, concerned when the singers are like, "My mom says I'm really good," and then it's like, mm. <laughs> "Mom doesn't like me that much." <laughs> <laughs> that's a good sign. <laughs> right. Mom's like, "You should quit," but everyone right. else seems Mom's to like different. That's a good sign. Mom's on the fence. She's like, "I can leave it." Right. Maybe yeah. I should have had another son. When are you coming home? <laughs> <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I named you Tom. <laughs> <laughs> then you could be represented by 42 West. Right. Who only then you'd represent... have a shot. <laughs> so, of course, when they when she said that we could play at their staff party, we said only if all the Toms are there. So that's a condition. So we're waiting to hear back right. on that. You don't have to go back now, but I really want to go back to your story. Like, right. I want to know how you guys 
became like this passionate and were you guys always into uh, music where your parents did your parents yeah introduce we were always you? Like, what's the okay sorry did you I'm... live on a farm like <laughs> tell me the whole thing now <laughs> now that we're intrigued okay where did right you guys come from the beginning yeah um yeah dad reverse engineer what i see before me now right how did this happen i think what were the ingredients i think it it definitely started with dad he um the ingredient what were the ingredients? What were the ingredients that started with that? He sprinkled the. Uh, I think we all, we all we you've gone far back enough. We know we know that's the first ingredient involved. Um, moving along from there. Gross. <laughs> um, uh, so the way it works. He, I remember <coughs> being really into music from like the age of five or six because he had his music collection that I would listen to. And he always he would always play a lot of music when we went on car rides and all that kind of stuff. And it was always like classic rock. Like um, uh, I remember Cat Stevens. I remember what else? Do I remember Traffic. Crowded House. Do you know Crowded House? Yeah. Yep. Um, Traffic. Yeah, they're a little less known, but that's um, Steve Winwood. Steve Winwood's original mm-hmm. band. band back in the um, yeah. that was Traffic. Uh, yeah. So it was a lot of classic. Then he rock played stuff. Led Zeppelin. Uh, we were five, I think, four and five years old. He blared "Whole Lot of Love" in the car, and he and I were like. What is this awful noise? Turn it down. <laughs> Mum and dad think it's hilarious. Turn it up even louder. And that was our introduction to music. And then, of course, we soon came to our senses and right. loved Led Zeppelin. Uh, but a lot of nights... Well, right- that guitar, like I remember when I first started hearing mm-hmm. it from my brother's mm-hmm. loudspeakers. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah, like this is not normal. This doesn't no. sound like Dr. Seuss. But once you understand you yeah. know, what's behind it. Oh, my it, God, that voice. Yeah. So I think dad introducing us to all of that music was definitely a big factor. A lot of nights growing up, we didn't watch TV. We'd just sit around for three, four hours as a family in the lounge room listening to records, so the music. Wow. Yeah. So the music was a huge we part. We would go through periods where dad would just put the TV in the cupboard and say, we're not watching TV for a few Lit- months. No, uh, really? I'm not joking. Yeah. Literally, you'd see and dad. And like, musician? Or, sorry. Or uh, he, he played, a... mu- yeah, he played for a band a little bit, but he wasn't a, f- he was actually a um, stockbroker and a businessman and he okay. ran his own business as a management consultant and stuff like that. Um, but he, he, he wrote music and things like that. Um, so he had a passion for it. Yeah, yeah. he did. Was it a passion he just didn't pursue or just, it wasn't really it's like, just a, it just like a, being a business owner was a passion too. And yeah, look, music I, was just there. He, he was passionate about both sides. He loved the business side of it. He really enjoyed it. It wasn't as though he regretted not right, doing music okay. sort of thing, but it's just, that didn't happen in his life, but right. he was always really talented. Like he wrote songs and he wrote in words and so on. And so that certainly felt natural to us to write songs after seeing dad have an acoustic guitar and write songs. So right. we picked up a guitar at 12, 13 and just three chords and we start writing songs. And that's what seemed natural to us. Ish, so, yeah, I think it was pretty much. I think I learned two or three songs from the books. You know, you get those books with the chords right. and the songs and I learned and then you're two like, or three oh, that I like. And then I just learned the chords and went, oh, I'm just going to make up my own. And I never really learned any other music. I played lead guitar in the band and I, because I didn't play any other music, most, most guys learning lead guitar probably like copy some other, like they watch some stuff or they read the tablature or something. I didn't really do that. So I didn't realize when you bend a note, you're supposed to bend it up like to the next note. I thought it was just like a little bend. And it wasn't until I read some tablature of like Jimi Hendrix stuff and I realized that they're actually bending one note up to another note. Before that, I had no idea that they did that. So like, you've never confessed this to me. Oh, he knew I would have fired him as a guitarist, but I knew he didn't know what, the, what they did when they did But that's how out. much like I didn't like right. learn other pieces at all. So it was kind of helpful at some point yeah. to learn a little bit of stuff. Right. But was <laughs> but it also helpful not to yes. be oh, kind of boxed Huge. in? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugely. So we, we basically taught ourselves our instruments. Yeah. So I taught myself piano. 
I went through about five grades grades of classical books. So I learned the, but I just taught myself through them, taught myself to read, and then from then just made up my own pieces again. And I think most most creative people, well, not all, I guess, but certainly for us, it was liberating not being taught by anyone because you just figure it out yourself, right? And you, you figure it out slightly different to anyone has before, and so on. And that's yeah, it's a huge. Benefit. I feel like there's two schools of thought, and neither one's wrong, right? Absolutely. I for a lot of people I know, they they do so much better not learning from the books mm -hmm. they like to learn from experience working with people that might know or just through experience and some people like mastering what's been learned yeah but they're also good at going all right now yeah let me take it to another level because exactly. you shouldn't be Definitely. limited by that no and yeah. if you're the type to be limited it's almost better not to like yeah. go that route just learn on your own so you can explore first yeah, so i it, remember I, hearing about um woody allen was going to be being a, he was he was a professor at one of the universities a film professor for like he did it for like half a semester and then he quit and he said you can't teach people to write good films this is stupid he you can either do it or you can't yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he just, if you're a storyteller yeah it's a certain brain it's not that yeah. you can't perfect it yeah no. you can learn like formats and oh yeah. here's how you do a script but like my business partner is a writer and yeah. came to Hollywood to become a writer and uh -huh. was a successful writer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even had worked with Woody Allen at some point. Right. Even though he doesn't like to associate <laughs> with his name anymore. But wonder why. Yeah. But like he has a brain that does what probably musicians do where yeah. they can see the music. He yeah. can see the story. Yeah. He'll type up like a three page synopsis uh -huh. that's beautifully written uh -huh. in like 10 minutes right where it would take me like days to get it right like yeah. that doesn't flow i can't i can learn to be a better writer yes uh -huh. but i will never be woody allen or my business partner no, no they, that, that's they, exactly yeah. it you yeah. so look. you got to find where your brain works yeah. best yeah because i do that well with other things yeah. driving or having yeah. a conversation yeah no like, and you know what's interesting being we consider ourselves fairly equal as pretty equal as far as creative talent goes. We all write songs and so on, but we all are quite different as far as what our skills are as well. Some some specifics in music, one is really good at, and the others aren't really natural at. Right. So even between ourselves, we see that difference. And like, oh, you're that's you really understand how that comes together. You can just do it effortlessly. With the other, Bud like, can Bud embrace can that. Up, Bud can pick yeah. up song uh, chords and other people's songs really quickly. So he can just sit down at the piano or with a guitar and work out. Okay, listen to it and go. Okay, that's like this chord, this chord. I have no clue. I'm completely lost. I never have any idea what chords are next. But most of the time, on my own songs either. Right. <laughs> yeah, wow. actually, yeah, actually, that's true. He writes a song and then he shows it to me. And then two years later, he's like, I don't know the chords. And it's like, don't worry, I remembered them for you. <laughs> that's brilliant, though, because you're you're complimenting each other's we do, strengths actually. and weaknesses. Yeah. And that's that's how you really build a great team. We do feel lucky that we do have different strengths. The three of us have different strengths and weaknesses. It's uh, always that way. The problem is I'm most really people good at being don't a, embrace it. You know, and they go, "Why can't you be?" Like, da, 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 da. Yeah, exactly. Why, how come I have to do the thing? It's not well, easy. Why don't sometimes. you do the thing you're doing so yeah. well and let me help you some other way where I'm good? Yeah, instead of I know saying you know like you know what I mean like if I'm good at washing dishes, yeah. I'll just wash the dishes. Yeah, go do the thing I don't want to do that you're good at. It's not easy to do that sometimes yeah. between people. You're right. exactly right. It can be exactly. quite tricky, but. I think, again, that is something we have worked out going, okay, that is a strength of yours. You take care of that. And I think we each take turns at leading the way in different areas. Okay, now this is your strength. You lead the way here. Right. This is you. 
and you know that's a dynamic that takes time to work out sometimes you know both the confidence and the security yeah. in yourself emotional and the other intelligence. person yeah there's a bit you to guys it. are very emotionally intelligent i'm just saying that to compliment you yes. but also what's, what's coming up what's next but also, what, are, what are you hitting us with but <laughs> but also to say that it's kind of like needed it's not that easy to do what you guys are doing like i'm just saying like somebody listening should like they should understand that to to make something like this work yeah. even like i think it's great that it's brothers but that yeah. doesn't mean it's automatically gonna no. work you have to like still understand each other's needs egos sometimes give in uh -huh. and let somebody lead because yeah. some people don't have the security to allow someone to lead because no. they feel like that's you know a, like a, somehow putting them in a in a lower rank so they have to hey i got that stop where did you learn the stuff about human nature yeah, where, I mean, like, um, it's a, que it's yeah, a question. No, where it's did a, you, how did you come up with knowing these kind of things, understanding? It's a great these question, man. Did I you... am like, I think first and foremost, it's learning from the masters. Uh -huh. Seriously, because I think up to a certain point in my life, I was I didn't have this teaching. Right. Growing up, some people are yeah. like taught by emotionally intelligent parents, uh -huh. and it's like, wow, you're a little bit ahead of the game. You yeah. guys probably were. I honestly had a little bit of it. I'm not uh -huh. saying they didn't, they, you know, yeah. Soviet Union immigrants, man. Yeah. Coming from communists, very open-minded, relatively speaking, uh -huh. but old school, like get good job, you know, nobody like job, stop complaining. Like that's the advice right. basically, but uh -huh. that you're very smart. You do everything, but make good money. Uh -huh. It wasn't about what, you know, you're good at. It wasn't about what you love. Right. You know, so it took me a long time and, like probably in my mid thirties uh -huh. when I was going through like my own divorce uh -huh. really was a wake up call for me. Cause I'm yeah. like, wow, I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not, I guess I didn't have this figured out. Like I thought. Yeah. And I started reading books and uh -huh. being open. So and the second the thing, the second thing I would Sorry. say is like being super observant of people. And I've always studied people. I've always like been hyper sensitive and yeah. hyper empathetic. Right. You know what I mean? Like I easily cry uh -huh. even on a commercial sometimes right, yeah. if I can connect uh -huh. a certain way. Yeah. But like um, until I really started listening, it didn't really, it wasn't really clicking for me. Uh -huh. And then the from there, emotional intelligence came. It's just, you know, it's all, it is common sense. If you, it's really understanding yeah. why we do things and not taking things personally. And it's yeah. a lot of like just, um, I don't know, like higher level understanding of people's uh -huh. brains, I think. I think, yeah, you know? it kind of leads one to the other. I think if you study yourself and then apply it to others, each one builds on itself. You start by watching others, you start to understand yourself better. Yeah. And by watching yourself, you start to understand others better. And it Absolutely. kind of builds one on the other, yep. doing both those things. Yeah. I was just almost surprised, you know, you know, obviously struck by you kind of, you do dial in. You kind of to the key points quite quickly. So I was curious as to where that came from. Well, thank with you. you. Yeah, I definitely I think it's like my passion. Right. Which is why I'm doing podcasting. Makes a lot of sense. I also have like business endeavors. Right. But, but all of them are based on like relationship building. Uh -huh. Like I'm probably really good at discerning people. Yeah. I'm very I like making people feel comfortable. Uh -huh. So and I'm not I'm very non-judgmental. Right. So it allows people to be close to me and open up to me. Uh-huh. But I also really discern them, like uh -huh. meaning I'm not judging them, but yeah. I'm like, it's a good this person probably I'm guessing and I'm not always right. Yeah. I'm always open. Yeah. So like, 
you know, like you could call it sizing people up. Yeah. That's not, it's not what it is. It's yeah. understanding people. Yeah. It's really an empathy. Uh-huh. And if it comes with judgment, then, then that's not the same thing. Yeah, no, no, I don't no. judge I, anybody. I, I, get, I get what you're yeah. saying. It, I'm really interested. Like, how do... Because there's always and, a story. You kind of seem to know there's a story behind why they're like this way. Like, okay, right. maybe this person isn't even trustworthy to go into business with. I'm not judging them for that. There's a reason for that. But, you know, I'm just evaluating the facts. I still empathize for why they've yes. got to this point. Right. But, yeah, so I see with the difference that you're talking yeah. about. And you guys probably understand that. And, and if you don't, you should. Yeah. You probably already do. But for your own, for your band and who you're yeah. associating with, that's what's going to make or break you. If you make a deal with some record label, I don't care how big they are, mm -hmm. that, that aren't the right partners, yeah. they're going to kill you, man. 100%. They're going to rape you and, they, uh -huh. and they're going to bury you in legal paperwork. No one wants and, to be raped. Yeah, you know. so it's right. You don't want that. As long as they you kill know, me first. Legally, I mean, <laughs> maybe not yeah. literally, but could be. Could be. You never know. It's Some of these attentions running the company. Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the stories that have been coming hey. out these days. Exactly. Uh, we actually we met a former big record guy, uh, Mike. Uh, Mike Bone. He was. He used to own. He was president of about four or five record labels, like Island Records, Columbia Records, like major labels, like through the eighties and nineties. Def Jam. So, wow. so we washed his car. So yeah. he, he's been fifteen years. He 20, got our flyer. Yes, he got our flyer. Loved it. Got us around. Um, you hit the right neighborhoods too. I gotta say, it's smart. Like Hollywood Hills is good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was in Santa Monica, actually. Well, look, you're. Yeah. You need to. Like if you look at it from a business sense, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you have a product yeah. to sell. So if I'm selling like cars, I gotta uh -huh. go to people that wanna buy cars. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You need to connect with people that are gonna be able to like um, you know, use their network and then you use your network to make something greater. Absolutely. You gotta so be common sense about it. You need it. people that know what they're doing. Can't be in Like the fact that these monetarily successful that's not that's just a measure of their yeah. success. Obviously, they know what they're doing yeah. in the industry. And then you just have to figure out who you can trust, more or less. A lot. You yeah. Know, and get a really good lawyer to airtight, you know. There's a lot of that. that You've got to uh, be contract. careful. Yeah. Uh, so, in meeting him, he got us around and he said, uh, so it's been 15, 20 years since he was actually active in the record business. But uh, he said, are you looking for a record deal? And we're like, not specifically, but we're open to whatever. And he said, well, I was like, yes, please, Mike, give it to me now. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, what do I need to don't do? Don't dangle yeah. it in front of me for just give <laughs> it said, to me. Right, and then anyway, <laughs> he, he said, then this was before he told us who he was and so on. But anyway, then he said, we already knew, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we looked him up. We're not idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Bone, he says to us, his name's Mike Bone. He says, you won't believe what you find here. So like, okay, so, okay Mike, let's we look up Mike, Mike Bone, Bone and Google. And it's like president of all these labels. Like, right. Right, we're meeting the record yeah, yeah, yeah. label right. chief. Some people still seem surprised when they tell you their name. And Speaking then, of which, we met, I'm going to diverge slightly, and we'll yeah, come right, back to okay, my phone, yeah. but we met a, um, a screenwriter, um, and uh, she's written, directed and written a few things, and she, one of her projects, she got an Oscar nomination for screenwriting for it, etc. So she's, you know, fairly high up. Um, and she got us over for a car wash. She sent she us, us on Instagram. She followed us on Instagram and then she sent us an email. Her email address was like some her, random. Her no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Right. Her, her email address was like something that she'd just come up with to keep her an anonymity. But when she signed up for the Gmail, she'd put her name into the thing so that when she sent the email, it came up with her name. You know what I mean? Right. She yeah. didn't realize that though. She thought because she had a, a Gmail address that was like 
I like hot dogs or whatever, you know. Right. She thought that gave her anonymity, but she'd put her whole name into the thing. And so when we came over, we kind of mentioned that we, you know, she'd sent us an email. We'd looked her up. We were like, oh, okay, she's a pretty big deal. We mentioned it to her and she was like, how did you find out who I am? You know, we were like, well, you followed us on Instagram from an account that has your name on it. And you sent us an email that has your name attached to it. And then she was like, <laughs> she was but, like, but you can't see my name on the email. I was like, yep, yep. You can see the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, so she, she, she was kind of a big deal, but made a yeah. big thing of the fact we knew who she was. And yeah. we're like. We were just you did two things that showed us came up with your name and then right. approached us. She was like, then, oh, I'm going to have to change that. Yeah. Right. And no we kind of heard the name, so we Googled <laughs> it and we're like, yes, okay, she's written some very well-known films. Anyway, back to Mike Bone, who we knew who he was. Um, he he said, was happy for us to know who he was. Yeah, he said... So uh, she wasn't happy. No, she no. didn't even no. appreciate she that want, you let her no, know. No, 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 no. She wanted to be 100% under the radar. We were totally cool. We, we weren't like, oh my right. God, you're this. We are just like, oh, you're a person. We'll right. chat to you about it. Plus, she should have said, hey, thanks for letting me know. She did in the end. She did. She did in the end. But she was still kind of like, how did you know who I am? We're like, right. Uh, Anyway. Paparazzi. Have you ever used the internet before? Right. (laughs) How do you know of this internet? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we tracked down your IP code and. uh, (laughs) Right. You speak of what IP? I've seen these movies. Are you hackers? You're hackers, (laughs) aren't you? (laughs) You're one of those Uh, hackers. So Mike Bone said, are you looking for a record deal? We said, well, not specifically, but whatever. He said, well, you shouldn't be. He said, and which was interesting coming wow. from a guy. And he said, by the time they sign you these days, you no longer need them. They don't sign you until you're so far down the road that you don't need their service. It was wow. interesting. And then he went on to tell us about how, you know, how much he loved the 80s and 90s and how breaking a band was just the greatest feeling in the world. You discover someone, you break them. It was better than sex. Uh, that's his phrase. Um, that's yep. what he told us. So he loved it. He I said, want in. He said, <laughs> he said, he said, who did we say that to recently? He said, yeah, I don't know if I agree. And Adam's like, you think sex is better? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, uh, anyway, um, but this, so it was interesting coming from a former really big record deal guy, you know, record label head. But He doesn't think you need to get a record deal anymore. I've kind of thought the same thing to some degree because it's all based on... Um, numbers these days it's like right. how many followers do you have exactly how many plays do you have on spotify right there's no there's not and then really performances and then based on that you you can sell out larger and larger performances well, that, yeah, that where makes you make sense. a lot of the money unless you get really really big yeah but again it's not, and then in that case you don't you it know, used to previously be you'd go head hunting and you you know you go to some small small little bar and you'd find some band on the stage and you go oh my god this is it i'm going to turn them into something right and you know you'd You'd take them and you'd build them. No, from the, the world has changed. Man. Yeah, and they don't, they don't do that anymore. Right, so because that, now you have access to all the... Ch- Before, you needed a label that had access to all of these channels uh-huh. that would play your music. Yep. DJs, etc. Yep. You know, distribution channels to sell records at different stores. You needed that. If you didn't have that, you're screwed. But now, you got the in- this thing called the internet with IP addresses and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And you could like hire a marketing group or, or a person that's just really good at you know promoting shit online on a, on a mass scale and you put some dollars behind it and get some sponsors and there's I mean, a lot you still you need a team but you, you don't know. need a label maybe yeah you can make your own team sort you of really these days. Can, you can a lot yeah yeah especially depending on how far along you yeah. are you can make your own team right you know, there's everyone. There's the expertise exists already. Exactly. They can be remote nowadays. It's like the world is totally flipped. And then if a label comes along, that's like, please, please, and then they go, well, it's quite different. Make it worth our while. Yeah, then it's quite different. You have leverage yeah. at least. It's quite different. 
that's that's really interesting. Exactly. It's interesting that I didn't know that it was that far along that you know executives are saying, or he's well, a former executive. Exactly. He's so not involved anymore, so he's yeah. not a. He's he doesn't not, have an interest in no exactly skin in the game. Yeah. No, but it was interesting to hear him say that so definitively. I don't know if there's any, you know. Yeah. Living on former glory is what his field was. But anyway, I mean, he's obviously an expert in his field to a degree. He's done a lot of stuff, broken a lot of big bands, and he's saying, don't worry about it, do your own thing. Right. Uh, so, anyway. He taught me one very important thing, and that was that the, um, you know, the, the Cars and their song Drive? That wasn't sung by the normal lead singer. Really? Which makes total sense because it sounds completely different. Wait, but are, you, are you leading up? You think that you can one day sing our biggest hit as not being the singer. <laughs> this is your cunning plan. You know the cars. Have you heard of their biggest hit? <laughs> so sneaky. Wasn't it? I was like, where's he coming from here? I wasn't leading to that at all. You're obviously like, you know, you know like protecting your yeah. little like. <laughs> your as a matter of fact, I don't think he had a microphone in the beginning. And then slowly. <laughs> so, Okay. Going back to your story, yeah. Just curious, like when you actually made the move, how did that all come about? Uh, when yes. did you guys go? Because it seems like is that a was that a big deal? I'm assuming. Reasonably, or are you guys it was. like, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, we're no, just no, on no, another no. adventure no. off to Toronto. Well, that was that was quite a big deal because no, that that's the time, a huge. That's like halfway. So we we uh, we said from early on we sort of started writing songs. Probably in our mid teens, we picked up a guitar and started writing songs and stuff like that. But then. We never actually pursued it as a career. It was sort of something we were all interested so in. So you didn't think, did you? when did you think, we, holy I shit, kind of we, always knew, can we do this? I, I always kind of had in the back of the, knew that it was a career, but there were just a few things that happened as far as we kind of went traveling and then... We I had other jobs and stuff like that and we just, I don't know, there were different things that were happening in our lives. And then we got to a point... Um, I think at the, end the of, three of us, I always knew it was going to be a career for us, but it what? just... <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I just mean, you know, you didn't, you're so maybe you're surprised by that. No, maybe he didn't say, no, Did you no, not tell offended? him. No, it's uh, just, no, I'm more like, uh, it was just you, was it? <laughs> so you made this all happen. I was the one who always believed out of the three of us. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. If yeah, it wasn't right. for my, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think Continue. that's true. But anyway, um, no, the thing was we were involved in other things and then we got to the by the uh end of 2019 we ha had put all these songs together and we were at the point where we were like okay we should actually do something with this we had a 21, we saying, 21 songs yeah we originals. had 21 songs that were like done they're completed we've released six of them so far we released a a, six, a five song ep at the end of last year and we released a single this year but um we've got a lot of songs that are like waiting in the wings and they're ready to be released um and so, yeah, we got to the end of 2009, near the end of 2019, and we were like, okay, we've got all this material. I think we should make a go of this and do something with it. And rather than, we were living in a beautiful town in Australia, and it would have been quite easy just to stay there for the rest of our lives. And it was well, a little so beach we, town called Noosa. It's like one of the biggest holiday destinations in Australia. We were running fairly high-end restaurants. We were managing restaurants. We'd yeah, done that. And we had a very comfortable life. We, we, had, we were living by the beach. We, we had the option to, but Dian and I, the brother who's not here, were working, managing a place together. And we basically had the option to buy it because we'd run it to the, for several years. We we're very established. The owners wanted to sell. They wanted to sell it to us. And it's kind of like, okay, if you buy this place, you're basically set as far as things. Or and then we had all these to make it bigger, take a bigger jump. So, so like, isn't we're doing it always it from... how it is in like, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. movie? Like yeah. you get 
like the most important decisions always come with something that seems equivalent and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah. It, it came to, and it came to like, that point. This like this job were, or this job. Yeah, they yeah. were going like, okay, you buy this. And like yeah. that was like a guaranteed good career. And we were good at it and we enjoyed it. Like we ran the floor. We're as I said, this is one of the most beautiful places in the world. Like Australia is a I don't know, so, have you been to Australia? No. No, it's it's a it's it's one of em- the last places I have that I yeah, want well, to go that I haven't it's, been. It's actually. empty comparatively. Can, you know, yeah. compared to the size of it, there's only 26 million people. So it's got like no pollution. It's got barely any homelessness. It's like, it's like an oasis. It's beautiful. So we were living in one of the best spots there. So it was like, we buy this restaurant and we just chill out here by the beach and go surfing. Right. Or we've got these 21 songs that we finished and we're kind of like, okay, this, these could be, you know, this could be a big thing for us. I'm, I'm dramatizing it slightly, but, that is but we were like, um, amazing. that's that. So we got to that point where we're like, is the these, album called, 21 is it, <laughs> i don't know i don't know if we'd release it's going to be called. i don't yeah. know if we'd kind release them all yeah it's not bad i'm not Black sure Jack. yeah that'd be it yeah i don't know if it'd just be one 21. or two albums but yeah that's it's a good title if you did like Jeez. one long because yeah, does it even bad. matter if it's i know it's got to that point like drake Nobody will cares. just everyone downloads single songs anyway mm, yeah and they'll just, just say 21 i'm thinking this, about that now this is the this is the 21 that got you over the wasn't adele's album 21 was it i think so yeah yeah 21? Yeah. Spell it differently. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Adele? Yeah. Who's Adele? Yeah. <laughs> let, let her come after us. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was a big No, thing. don't. So, uh, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't no, big thank thing. you. Bruce Dylan. Adele. <laughs> you and McGregor. Tom, then there was Who's Tom next? McGregor. <laughs> you, you mean Tom McGregor. Tom McGregor. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we, we were like, okay, no, these songs are really good. Let's do something with this. And that's at the point we went, okay, we'll sell up and we'll move to a city well also there was the option of going to melbourne which is a really cool music city in australia but a lot of big australian artists never break the overseas market because it's kind of an island unto itself but as far as the music scene can be quite insular so we figured we come to north america and go okay we'll we'll try and break the north american market and then we don't have to break any other market ever again Basically. And LA kind of leads. Well, the it, world. St- it started yeah. in Toronto because that's Toronto. when news yeah. and people started right. playing shows. Toronto's huge. So oh three, God. I, I think Toronto. it was three shows in. Yeah. The pandemic arrived. Right, we sold everything. We're like, okay, everyone said, do you go back home? We're like, we don't have anything to go back home to. What's right. going to happen? We did we'll sell just- everything. Like it was like a big. It was a major sale. We had a big yard sale. Well, yeah, we sold, we sold a lot of stuff. Sold all our furniture. We sold two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Sold yeah. three vehicles. Two. Um, oh wow. Two scooters, like what do you call them? Like the Vespers, two Vespers. Yeah. They were great at the beach, man. So like, yeah, we know we had a very fairly established yeah. life. We sold it all, moved to Toronto, got shut down, worked as furniture I mean, movers. All three brothers do it at the same time. There were no like special significant others to No, go. That, that was convenient. Yes. The, 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 we was at a point. No, because usually that foils the yeah. plan. Yeah. Like, oh man, we promised. Yeah. We had these big plans, man. No, we're at a point where we were all. We were all we were <laughs> but all, I love her. We're at a point where we, where we, we, we left all She's the broken hearts. She's a dog, hearts. man. <laughs> <laughs> we, left, we left all the broken hearts behind and off we went. Um, but no, we're yeah, at a point. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> not really. Um, no, no. no. <laughs> No, not really. But we you know, know. It, it was at a point where we were yeah. available. To it was move. just a good, yeah, t- good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It just, yeah, exactly. everything lined up. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. pretty. That yeah. in and of itself, like yeah. all these things, yeah. brothers, yeah. musicians, also like each other, work together, uh-huh. complement each other, like each other. Did you say I like think. each other? If we yeah. had a way to another three, three or four months, we would never have left. No, right. you we, can't leave Australia now. Did you, you know? You can't. You, did you know that there are two countries in the world? 
that yeah. require government permission to leave. They are North Korea, fair, oh, and wow. Australia. Well, that's because that's why they don't have any well, virus issues, or is it now? They're getting more they're, now. They're getting more, oh, they're getting but more. as far yeah. as I mean, New, Z- New Zealand didn't do that, and New Zealand has had even less than Australia. They didn't stop their <clears throat> residents from leaving. Australia meant said you had to get an exemption to leave. Wow, and I they mean, deny it's slightly, a lot of the it's slightly controversial. I mean, there are people who haven't been able to see their loved ones who have passed away, and they've right. been denied a reason to, you know, not that we have any opinion on that. <laughs> No, no, you, sorry. Uh, what was I doing? Giving an opinion on that. <laughs> what was um, I doing? <laughs> just stick to the clickbait. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, with exactly. you on the clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> clickbait. Let me sit up. Let me sit up straight again. Let's get um, back to Adele. <laughs> so anyway, so so you know Adele personally. Yeah. <laughs> we'll use that clip and just post that two seconds. Like this guy knows Adele. We, we would like, never have been able to leave. Two hours ago. Oh, Adele. Damn it. <laughs> it was taken out of context. I knew it. Uh, that's good um new report that you and mcgregor is changing his name to tom (laughs) it's just it's just Uh, so yeah we would never have got out so as far as life's changing moments yeah Yeah. like the other thing is the restaurant we could have bought yeah has absolutely boomed since because no australians could travel overseas so they all went to the destination they could go within australia and it's like absolutely like would have been made you know sort of thing and we, we already would have been but even yeah. more so with that right. and instead we're on a totally different journey right. and you know we, as far as here that's a good point it would have, i think australia is still not planning to let their residents leave for another year or something yeah so we would never have got out but it's not the journey you want to be on though. this is it absolutely yeah, so then when no even with all the like oh. shit you went through. so as far absolutely. as the story goes it kind of makes cool, it more man. dramatic when you think that we'd sold everything and then COVID arrived like pretty much two or three months in three or four i think at in. our first show we did, we did like a canadian music week sort of thing show so we got one of those the first show one of the girls working for the events is like so they're going like i'm blown away by how good you guys are she said I had, I had other events to go to i can't leave i just have to stand here and watch you guys so we got the response yeah. that starting a live journey you hope for kind of thing and then we right. get other shows like one of one of toronto's most established venues lee's palace which is you know, like the Pumpkins and Oasis play there. We play a cool show Nirvana. there. Nirvana played there. Exactly. So you're on the stage, you know, we play a cool show there. Have you heard of Nirvana? <laughs> you mean the Buddhist uh, experience? <laughs> I think so. Um, anyway, so we, but three shows in, then we're shut down. So it, there has been some dramatic right. moments for us, selling everything, moving, getting a great response. A lot of the people down. in Toronto, like a lot, a few, I knew a few Australians in Toronto when COVID hit. They, they returned home very quickly and we were like, <laughs> We sold up very, everything. Very just quickly. we sold everything just a few months ago. We Tales had a yard sale. Legs. We had a yard sale. God damn it! <laughs> we can't go back. <laughs> we told them all we were leaving. <laughs> we we gave them the finger as we left. <laughs> we There's can't no go back, back yet. That's, That's why you burn the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> they say don't burn bridges. <laughs> Jokes on you. So. Yeah, so we stayed in Toronto, and as we said, we worked as movers, which was a very unusual life experience, especially wow, during COVID. It's a tough job. It is. It was tough. an unusual. It was a tough job. It was an unusual Fuck. job I've to moved be. Like ten people in my life. That's a lot. Well, maybe more, but we still, that's not that, every we, day. We moved that in a all week day. less. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I know. Um, I'm still sore. <laughs> it was a strange experience during COVID as well, because a lot of people that we knew were like in their houses the whole time, and we were out on the road driving around the oh, whole yeah, Toronto. We, we got the eerie experience. So yeah. as far as um, doing the... Dri- empty streets. Driving zombie the city. apocalypse yeah. exactly. experience. Driving yeah. the city. Uh, like, so Toronto is a city of 6 million, I think it is. 
And then we're driving a truck through. In a through small this, area too. Yeah, and driving a truck through these absolutely empty streets. Like you drive a few blocks and you see one person. Like to see that in the middle, and we did that like over all through the week, all through those first few weeks when it was at its most dramatic. I was like, this is really yeah. weird. So we've had a quite a, it's been quite a dramatic adventure for us all the way along. Even before the car washing, it was quite a dramatic Would adventure. Would you freak out if you saw somebody just walking like <laughs> I don't think zombie. so. That's kind of common in Toronto. Whoa, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> That's common. The fashion district? Is that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple of districts. <laughs> a couple of districts. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was quite an adventure in Toronto. Um, and then we were like, I think it was December and the cold was coming in again winter was coming winter was again. coming again. <laughs> we understood would say that. that phrase winter is coming after <laughs> being in toronto we were like, yeah yeah we're referring we're like, to Let's uh, get the hell out. game of thrones yeah. obviously yeah so you got out right before the winter came well yeah it was already kind of there it but. was kind of there but not the depths of it <laughs> no i mean i actually we got we had christmas there and christmas eve 6 p.m the lights are going down and it starts to gently snow it's like it's like a movie and then we wake up christmas morning in toronto and there's a like there's a, there's a fresh snowfall it was beautiful it was amazing and then we left and came to LA and had New Year's in LA wow. watching the fireworks from somewhere so it was like 2020? Uh, yeah 2021 this is this year this is, 20, this, is this year yeah, yeah, yeah. so we, just we got, got a white here. Christmas so we just got here this, this, this January yeah, so and then, uh, yeah and then we finally sort of started to establish ourselves uh, so that's why basically we were a new band when we arrived in LA yeah, yeah. because we spent all of 2020 with no way of promoting ourselves in any way. Exactly. So this is so new. Yeah. Exactly. It's very new. And the car washes have happened for how many months now? Uh, since, since about the end of February, March. So we started dropping okay. flies in there. So it's been a few months. It took a little while, Great. you know, the initial to get the trust up. I mean, we started washing, then we just washed more and more. And oh, Katie, man. so the day, so KTLA came out, we had like 150 messages in a day to reply to requests for car washes and so on so yeah. like you talked about us replying to you we replied to every single one of those and so that's amazing man and you were fast too i was surprised because i'm like they're gonna get well back to me in that was days. the thing you came you messaged around the time of the ktla piece and it was at that point it was like you just got to respond to them immediately no, you messaged today about a car wash was it today no 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 you were talking about the first one a couple of days ago yeah a couple of days ago a couple of days ago yeah no no when i first yeah exactly he's talking about a couple of days ago from his personal account he sent the emoji see i'm a i'm the communications brother mostly i reply to the messages so so you're the one that believes and communicates exactly what are you doing to make you kind of the glue what do you even contribute i mean that's what i'm starting to wonder right here <laughs> Some comic relief. <laughs> Occasionally. Occasionally. No one laughs though. You, you're clutching that bottle very tight now. This has really got to you. Um Yeah. Yeah, so I mean we, we tried to be run it as efficiently as possible, like as a business, like communicate decently with people and so on. Even right. about a car, but people have respected that. It's so important, man. How you treat people. Yeah. They remember it's it. It's kind of the most, people don't realize how important that is. I mean, you have to also have a product, something behind exactly. it, yeah. but the bedside manner is yeah. probably the most, it's actually the most important thing in terms of consumer satisfaction. Like they've done surveys about like lawyers even and, and doctors, surgeons, and regardless of the results of the surgery or the results of the case, uh-huh. The correlation was much higher satisfaction when they were being heard. Uh-huh. They were they were being respected. Yeah. They took the time to sit with them and explain what was going to happen. The ones that didn't, even if the case went well, they're like, "Fuck them." 
<laughs> like, yeah, that guy's an asshole. I it's, would never use him again. You know, and so the way people feel when you treat them, you know, the way you treat people is very important. That's something that can't be taught. No. You guys are good, good boys, too. It can, yeah. I mean, like, you can't. You're nice people. You too. can't do it with the motive to get ahead either. Right. Like, I mean, that it does get you ahead, but you can't do it for that. Like what right. you're saying, you kind of just got to do it because, okay, this is the right way to go about it. And in the end, it does build a much better business. Although it's kind of anti-rockstar. Right. The smartest way, I think, nowadays to build your brand or identity uh -huh. or, or whatever, if it's a company, is to merge, to understand the business side yeah. and to merge it with your authenticity, uh -huh. right? That's that's how you really catch people's attention nowadays because right. they don't want commercials. They don't want, yep. they don't want you know, superficial connections. They uh -huh. want the real thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's become more valued in a time where things yeah. became quicker and yeah. I was just talking to this lawyer. I don't want to say who because I don't want. To, maybe he doesn't want to talk about it, but he does uh, immigration law. Uh huh. And um, no, he just he does a lot of pro bono work. Yeah. Because he loves to do it, yep. but also he does he has like a little radio. He gets radio DJs to come and uh -huh. know him, and get to know him and yeah. see his business. And talk about the cases. So then the DJs will do a spot on him. And he goes, but they're not like doing a 30-second spot like I paid for. They're yep. talking about me for like five minutes because uh -huh. they're like, we were in the offices. They were helping this family. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. So he goes like, it's all about like being genuine. But then that's part of your business and your marketing if you're smart too. Like if you're doing, if you're doing something genuine that's good, then put that out there. Use that as your... You know, the value of, forward. The amount of people have done marketing on our behalf now, and the, right. like we had a, we had a guy as a dentist. He's a dentist of fairly high profile people. I think Ringo Starr was one of his patients. This kind of stuff. Uh, anyway, he met us. He said, "I love you guys. You're amazing." And so he said, "Give me some flyers." So we gave him some flyers, and next thing we know, he went and photocopied those flyers so he could give out more. We didn't even know. Someone said, "Oh, he gave me a flyer or something," and. We looked at it. It wasn't the flyer we printed. He'd photocopied it. That was his enthusiasm for us that he's now handing out to other, you know, his patients and he's attaching his business card to yeah. it. Let's, Here's the other thing that's un, un uh, you know, you, you can't really record the data necessarily for is people yeah. that don't get the car wash. Uh -huh. They still see your flyer yeah. and go, wow, whether it's brand recognition down the road. Yeah. Oh, those are those guys. Uh -huh. that, what nice guys. They may have felt uncomfortable reaching out. Uh -huh. yeah. So for every car wash, you're probably really affecting 20, 30 people. If you think about We've it. We've had quite a lot and that, say that. So you, you, people go, oh, I got to do a free. Yeah, but imagine how much you'd have to pay for that kind of exposure. I know. I know. <laughs> we thought about that. How yeah, much, man. The amount of people who have a great fucking deal, dude. We, we've had people say to us, like, come, like, message us and say, I've seen you five different places in the last three weeks from different friends or places that have posted. You know how much you have to pay yeah. to get that sort of, as you say, brand right. recognition? And because you're pleasant and nice, there's no downside. Like people that actually jump through the hoop because you have to get them to send the emoji. You made it as easy as possible. Exactly. You just have to say car and then yeah. it pops up and uh -huh. you click it. I love that you did. I thought about I'm like, they're smart. I'm uh -huh. overthinking all the time, man. Trust me. <laughs> but like you make it easy, but they still have to. People are like uncomfortable. They don't know. Are you going to hassle them? Yeah. Is Can this going to be like a, yeah. you know, like a timeshare? 
Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh for free sure. car wash. No, 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 You're going to no, make no, me yeah. sit here exactly. for two hours and listen to a timeshare presentation. <laughs> and they don't even want to have to like listen to you trying to, because you know, like, we're hey, going to sell you Mway. Like, how are you? <laughs> Good. On This is DMs typically. Yeah. yeah. Do you know about crypto? It's like, <laughs> man, I, I would love to be like, have a nice what conversation is, what is with it you. with but, crypto these days? Yeah. Like everyone's, everyone's having a crypto, crypto party. Right. I want to get involved in one of them. <laughs> Are you having any, any fun? Everyone's crypto. having crypto parties. You've got crypto. Everyone's having crypto hey, parties crypto in the Hollywood Hills. Everyone's got crypto, uh, their own cryptocurrency. It's <sighs> like a brand. Before they used to do like t-shirt brands or like clothing brands. Now it's like, hey man, I'm doing my own little crypto brand. What Emperor's Night could be a cryptocurrency. <laughs> now yeah. there's a thought. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. Um, where were thank, we? Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, no, I, I want to. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Oh, what's he on? <laughs> but yeah, we got a lot of that. We got a few people ask us, "Oh, what's in it for you?" Yeah. And then we listed how much people you know have wanted to support us, etc. Right. And like, it's like so. It's a win. You created a win-win, which is the other principle that you have to go by. Like yeah. whenever you do business. Don't get sucked into win-lose. Even if you're the winner, it's going to be short-lived. Exactly. Then yeah. that losing person is going to be like, I'm never going to work with this person. Uh -huh. They didn't get paid or whatever. Uh -huh. So you got a short-term gain. What are you going to do with that? No one's got, no one who's been involved with us has anything against right. it, any bad word. We've not, we haven't asked too much. We haven't pushed. We haven't done. It's like, those are the coolest guys. Yeah. We, and I think. And I think that's the lesson I'm trying to also help other people learn if right. they're watching is like, to think it through like this because you guys not everyone is like as gonna be as mindful and thoughtful as you guys probably you were like coached i think probably new zealand tends to have generally like well-mannered people that are mm -hmm. i'm not saying that's a that's something that you get trained sometimes too yeah. so i'm just saying if you're in business remember to be thoughtful that's going to take you so far. It does, yeah. And and if you catch yourself trying to take a shortcut, man, that's fine if you want to try it. Uh -huh. But just when it doesn't work, remember, you can't shortcut this. You really can't. We feel like we've got a, basically a really solid base for a business yeah. here. So we've made 3,000 followers. Like, look, it's not in Instagram terms. It's not the biggest deal in the world. But as far as like the connections and the base, and a lot of the people are pretty, pretty high profile people. I, you can do events now. With yes. those kind of followers, exactly, you can fill a two hundred person event uh -huh. easy. Uh huh. That's already real money. I mean, and so once things really open up, yeah, I think exactly. you guys should be doing. Yeah, I love the car wash idea, man. Like, I feel like uh -huh. you guys should take it to that level, and it would be great publicity it PR. Would. Yeah, do start do it for a charity too. Like, uh -huh. all tips go to a charity. Hey, car wash guy, you get. Free advertising from yep. KTLA. Uh -huh. We get exposure. We're doing something nice for people. We're also being nice to the people. It's yep. not just the car wash and the music. We're also, hi, how are you? So nice to see you. Give people respect. Yeah, let them feel like they're they exist. Uh huh. Well, that's I, the other reason I, people should come get a. Seriously, people want to feel like acknowledged. By people don't acknowledge people in LA. It's such a little thing, man. But Unless you're going to do something for them. Yeah. Well, what do you do? Mm, and they're sizing you up. And uh -huh. that, I understand why you could fall into that, but it's short-term gains. You're never going to have solid networks around you because everyone's going to notice it. 
Absolutely. And they're always going to have their eye on you. Uh-huh. Because well, think- they're like, mm, are you trying to get something from me? Well, I'll be with you while I can use you too. And then when I don't need you, clip, clip. I think um, translating that from a business to a personal thing as well, um, like the giving side of it, I think most of the most of the dissatisfaction you feel is in your life is when you're thinking about what you want or what you don't have or what you do have. Whereas if you think the opposite, like what in this situation, what can I do for someone else or what, well, you know, and all the things you have, you like, wow, yeah, I have so much. Yeah. Or even like from a giving perspective, like doing a car wash, if you're thinking like, okay, what can I do that's best for this other person? Then suddenly you're forgetting about yourself and you're forgetting about all your dissatisfaction. Right. And so it's not just a really good business model, but it actually, so you don't have to do it like as some sort of cunning business right. plan. Oh, I'll think of other people and then I'll get a whole lot in return. You actually get a whole lot in return just by doing it that way. Right. Yeah, exactly. But no, you're right. As far, as far as long-term gains, yeah. I think we do. We I think we're already seeing that. Like it feels very solid what we're building. Yes, and I get it. it man. Even like as far as the backstory, like you look back at this. I mean, it's plus the three, like the three thousand. I look at it as like a very solid foundation, uh-huh. and then it's going to take one thing to spark that three thousand to thirty thousand. Well, recently, for example, 000. we had the surfer Kelly Slater. If you yeah. comment on yeah. one of our posts, yeah. like, you know, so he's got like three million followers. Right. He it didn't repost it, but video. he said, epic, haha. Like when people like that, hyper, if some of them start reposting it. We, we've been talking yeah. about getting a tattoo that says epic, haha. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and the, then we the, were like, well, how will anyone know what that means? So, okay, we have to put Kelly Slater's profile on our Picture, tattoo his face next and, to it. and a verified badge next to it. Right. So people know that it's Kelly Slater in the tattoo. <laughs> that was it. So that we're, we're big surfing fans. So yeah. we uh, so we were pretty excited when Kelly Slater said "epic haha" on our Instagram awesome, post, right. sort of thing. So is that the right. highest profile person? That's we had Eliza Beta Canales, who's an Italian supermodel. She was engaged to George Clooney for a couple of years. She got our flyer and reposted it on her stories. The only thing was she never tagged us. We still and so our flyer. If you see it, you can virtually not see the band name, because we made it like that. There's just right. the little Emperor's Night. So on a story, you could hardly see who it was. We still had like 30 Italians find it and follow us. We probably would have had a thousand or something if she just tagged. But anyway, right. so some very high profile people have liked the idea. So we know like as far as, and you're talking about like it, it you know, expanding quickly. There's potential there when some of these other people share it sort of thing. But exactly that's something that's out of your hands, isn't it? Right. And it's just you you trust in the process and then yeah it's it builds upon it's exactly itself. yeah and something's happening and you guys are getting attention uh-huh i was gonna say like even first of all i was gonna say this last four or five minutes we're gonna chop it up and it's gonna be all clickbait uh-huh. all these <laughs> slater <laughs> kelly slater and elizabeth and us uh dating tom right. <laughs> Tom McGregor. <laughs> We're just going to have, right, Tom Slater. Like, oh, I, um, I was going to ask, like, can you tell us about the, the, the songs? Maybe the ones you've released? Can you, like, like what? I love knowing. So I'll just tell you. It's funny you mentioned Adele. I've used this story before because she's not, like, my favorite artist. I love She's amazing. I went to her concert, and I was shocked how great it was because uh-huh. she's, she talked half the time. I don't know if you've been on her heard concert. That. She's no, chatty. She's that. chatty. Yeah. Un-fucking-believable. And I've never 
ever experienced it. It was like you're on a podcast. Right. She's talking, hey, I remember you. You were over in uh, London. Uh, you following me around. She's you talking to the crowd. London. Yeah, London. Yeah, in giving, London. Okay, I noticed, by the way, you fall story. in and out of a British accent sometimes. <laughs> is that true? Do Am we? I picking up I on do. something? I sometimes. Do I? Maybe. Have you just been imitating Adele oh, too often. No, I've been, yeah. no, I've been determining I, Adele concerts. That might just be mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that was great because it's, it's the stories she's telling. She's talking about her songs, what she was thinking, where she was. That's how you connect to the music. Like if I go to a concert and they're just singing, it's it's really not that fun. Uh huh. I can listen to their CD at home. You know what I mean? Wait, yeah. As, I've been to those. I appreciate or a great performance is appreciated, but the story, the backstory, the real connection. I think a lot of what we have on stage is basically what you see here. We kind of chat amongst ourselves. We we take when we play a song, it's fairly serious. We're committed to it. In between times, we you know. Uh, laugh at each other, make fun of each other. We actually have discussed the the idea of talking about our songs. Adele's songs are quite different. They're kind of very personal, intimate, emotional songs. Ours are a little more, I don't know, they're not quite so, you know, they're not written from quite such a first-person basis. And we've discussed the idea. We actually don't like describing what we are thinking when we write it because we have a different, we think that once you put a piece of art out into the world, it's, open to anyone to interpret how they see fit. And then they say, this song means this to me. Who am I to tell them it means something else? So I think it, our music is quite different lyrically from Adele's that it, it, I think that it leaves open the possibility to have a completely different meaning for two different people. And I wouldn't want to step in there and say, and pop that bubble for them. So we don't talk about what exactly what the lyrics I mean. I respect that. I, I totally get that, by the way. And that, I love that you know that about your music. Maybe the talking is just your banter. There's a lot we do really, like to... Yeah, it doesn't have to be necessarily, hey, this is what, that's what Adele did. I love that. Yes. But even just somebody having a conversation on stage... We do like to be fairly... Versus I, just performing the songs and that's it. Thank you very much. I do. I know exactly know what you mean because I, like I think it draws down that... Anything that draws down the barrier between yeah. the performer and the audience and goes... People want Kind of go, now. we're all in this together. And whatever, instead of being like, I'm just, oh, look at me perform. It's right. kind of like, okay, I'm doing this, but we're all part of this moment together. And I think Adele's doing that in her way. She's going, right. okay, this is me. This is me just talking to you. We're just here. Mm -hmm. And so on. I actually absolutely agree as far as a performance style and going, okay, we chat, we do this. And kind of in between songs, we might just chat about what's he doing? He's still tuning his guitar. You wouldn't believe what we have to put right. out. But, you know, not, but not kind of like just That's in a, cool. we yeah. kind of make it up on the spot. You're getting to know, they're getting we, to know your we, personalities. We, just, we, we do. We try and, and share that. That's the key. We and I don't just, have a microphone. Right. So I can't it say anything leaves back. Us, it, leaves us, it leaves us a lot of room to really pick on him. So <laughs> You just have to shout. So I just like yelling out. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, and then we talk into the microphone and say, don't listen, don't listen to the <laughs> Is there a theme to the 21 songs, by the way? Sort no, of like a no, not relatable really. no. thing? Or, or? Uh, well, we actually probably written, we've, we've probably got completed as far as, so a completed song to us is when you write a, um, there's two different, there's two different stages of completion. Firstly, there's when you've got the melody and the lyrics written. So you could play it on acoustic guitar and then you call it a finished song. We've probably got like 80 to 100 of those and we've worked on them and finished them. Then there's a completed song when you've made the whole arrangement. So, this is the piano piece. This is the drum piece. So we've got 20 now, 23 finished songs like that. We've got like 80 finished songs that we have written over our years. So we've got a lot of material to release. 
uh, 23 just ready to go like that sort of thing. So uh, I don't think there's a specific theme, is there? Oh, am I talking now? <laughs> You've got a microphone. Make the, show us what you can do. Make, make use of it. Um, no. No, I don't think it's a thing. No, I don't that's, think that's, a, that's no. all I have to no, say. I don't no. <laughs> Very poignant. <laughs> yeah. They're, are they, how would you describe your, your music? Uh, it's probably high. We like to call it rock. We like to claim the term rock back just to mean uh, a broad definition of music. Well, like, you know, like back in the 60s and 70s, rock was rock was the Beatles, rock was Elton John, rock was Creedence Clearwater Revival, rock was Alice Cooper, rock was, it was all rock. Right. And now rock is like, oh, Foo Fighters or something. It's right. like, you know, it's like very specific mm -hmm. is what I think the way we look at music is like we make rock music and it's just all in that sort of general ballpark rather than being just heavy guitars or something right. like that. Whereas, so that's why we kind of, I, I've been on a personal crusade to reclaim the word rock music for just, I was placating him by saying that because anytime <laughs> in interviews I've said it's indie rock or something, he's like, why did you use that word? Why did you say it? it's not this? So right. it's rock music. Yeah. Right. Influenced by yeah, classic why, rock. Influenced why by limit classic yourself? Because indie rock does limit your... Yeah. And indie rock's or, kind of like, like jump the shark. Right. It's like, you know, no one, no one talks, yeah, no one's indie rock. rock I get it. Yeah. Just rock yeah, music. So it's influenced by classic rock. Uh, a lot it, of instrumentation. But a bit of a, probably a more modern take on it, I would say. Modern classic rock. Yeah. It's a new category. It's new classic okay. rock. Yeah. <laughs> so, new classic rock. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that because I'm, I'm a big classic rock fan. Okay, cool. What are your so, Eagles, touchstones? Okay. Yep, I yep. love. I love the. But like I really, Credence, I mean, yep. so many, man. I, I love it's the hard Eagles. hard to even say who's my favorite. I, I'm assuming you've seen like at least DVD performances of the Eagles yeah. live in concert. Yeah. Are they not incredible? How that they are just perfect every time. Every time. And but it's, it, like and, a, but it's not. Recording, it's not but this. It's not. But it's not this rote performance either. No. The energy and life is in it, yeah. and it's I love them so much. The for that. harmonies are. They 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 work so hard, man. And I mean, some acts you see they do a completely different version of the right. song, and it's just not that good. Right. The Sometimes. Eagles. The Eagles like play for the audience. Yeah. Like, you love the song. I'm going to perform it like you love it, with full passion. Yep. But nail it every time. Amazing. So I'm I'm blown away by how good their live performances. Yeah. yeah, I've seen them live too. Have you? On one of their like whatever. Yeah. And was ago, it like that in concert as well? Amazing, man. So amazing. The only flawless. Thing, yeah, flawless. The only thing with the yeah. classic rock, um, calling ourselves classic rock is like if you think of the Eagles, there's like that um, country influence, and if you think yeah, of like Creedence, there's a bit of that like bluesy influence right. but i like pink floyd I yeah like, yeah know, like i would say i would Zeppelin. say actually like pink floyd yeah not that we necessarily as spacey as that but yeah. more in that style of songwriting maybe not because they didn't have really like the so much of a bluesy or a, so much of a country right. background Super it was kind unique of too. it was a sort of a, it was almost quite modern sounding yeah like even modern. now it's even modern now. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. i just saw them too it was Did one you? of the guys dave gilmore i don't know i'm bad with names roger right. waters I think it was Waters. Yeah. They, the they hate pig. each other now. Yeah. They can't. They, they, they fight, separately yeah. tour, I guess. Yeah. Right? They just, they're always it like, fighting. It was pig. amazing. Did you say there's a floating pig? It was a floating pig. With <laughs> yeah. That's Roger Waters. Yeah. Right. yeah. Roger Waters. It's yeah. such a display. What a show, dude. Yeah. You get Definitely out and worth going. I sometimes, mm. not a lot, man. Uh -huh. I'm not a, that big of a concert right. person, but if it's someone like. Yeah. I think, that, I think Pink Floyd would be a good one. 
like the not, visuals are unbelievable. Yes, it's worth it just for that. They were always known for that, weren't they? Yeah, the spectacle and also really thoughtful, or really thoughtful, interesting very, lyrics. Yes, uh, we like that about them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very intelligent. Yes, yeah. that's what we relate to. Yeah, you know who I like, and I can't remember the Rush. Rush. Okay, I love. We, they're like. Because well, they're geniuses from, they're from Toronto. Under, underestimated geniuses. We've actually never listened to a lot of Rush because we only listened to what our dad gave us and he didn't give us Rush. So we went uh, around. You know how I, I discovered Rush? Through my father in law. Uh, right. I'm just okay. saying that I didn't really know of them. Who's the lead I'm singer like, of Rush? What's his name? Getty Lee. I met, uh, we yeah, moved I we moved his some furniture for his sister in Toronto. <laughs> we walked in the house and there's like all these photos of Rush and we're like, is this a huge Rush fan? No, it was The his lyrics sister. are very like philosophical political even uh -huh. okay very high level thinking right almost like too too intellectual for rock but it worked i like it i like it like i mean same with pink floyd work like, like that, who like. else could do that but like pink yeah, floyd because it would be like boring you uh -huh. thought they're talking about whatever philosophical yeah. ideals and like but it works it's, so it's well because the music satisfying so when, you, when it satisfies original. you on those different levels when you've got intellectually emotionally and just that whole feel when yeah. it all comes together it's an extremely satisfying experience random comment don't uh -huh. know why but do you know leonard cohen yep yep i mean just because like not a lot of people and i discovered him later in life uh -huh. but just such a genius songwriter yeah, he's an, he's an amazing lyricist yeah. beautiful poet yeah yeah just a great like somebody to Actually, listen that, to as an influence. One of our favorite uh, meetings was the other day. We met with a fairly high-profile New Zealand band manager. He'd worked with Crowded House. He's been in the industry for a long time. Thought you were going to say you met Leonard Cohen the other day. No, no, no. Sorry, I, I would have been like, well, that that was, that's been. interesting. He's dead. I know. <laughs> I was just going to say anyway. He he listened to our music. <laughs> he came across us and listened, and we had a coffee with him. He listened to our Something music. Something you want to tell us. <laughs> Is that why your shoes have some dirt on them? <laughs> Sorry, that's Actually, we met. Uh, oh, oh, we've got another story about that. Who was it? Um, but anyway, this guy yes, said. He, he said, "I listened to your music, and there was," he said, "there was amazing. There was poetry in the lyrics, and like we were like we were really taken aback. Someone had sat down on the high profile in the music industry and said that to us. That was a moment for us, anyway. When Huge. you know that that someone was saying that. Um, talking of talking to dead musicians, we met Fally. He's a young hip-hop artist a, a white guy rapper but he also is quite broad in his musical uh range he's kind of like a little bit like post malone and he's really talented we watched this guy he's got like a hundred thousand followers he's got like a cult following uh he did a song with carlos santana like mm. santana oh, played wow. That's he, big. exactly he's big this guy he's done really well for himself it, like I I've, santana. uh and anyway so then he told we know him because we watched his car yeah and he, uh we wow. watched Fally's car and he <laughs> but when we we're watching he's telling us the story about when he did a he met carlos santana and he said, Carlos, he said, the first thing he does, he just, he doesn't even introduce himself. He just talks to me for 10 minutes. He tells me, I talk to Jimi Hendrix every night. Um, <laughs> this is talking to uh, dead people. Uh, who else did he say? He had this whole story about what Santana told him. But I thought that was. So Santana told him that Santana talks to, talks to Jimi Hendrix every, yes, night. every night. All right. There we've like got the clickbait. Prayers yeah. type of Carlos thing. Santana talks to Jimi Hendrix <laughs> every night. Uh, also, Carlos Santana, what did he do? Put a, he took a Tesla and put a Corvette engine in it. Is that what he did? Yeah. yeah. So he's got a Tesla because yeah. he likes the body. It's an electric and he vehicle. Like a diesel he put a kit exactly like this big V eight in it. <laughs> so that's how to look. That's Carlos Santana. So he's a very like uh, 
like uh, what do they call it? Uh, also, 40, eccentric kind of guys. Yeah, Forty Two West were thinking of sponsoring him, but he didn't want to change his name to Tom. Tom <laughs> so Yeah, he wouldn't do Tons. that. No, uh, so yeah, that <laughs> was the type to change his name. No, we were just like cool, no. cool, cool, cool. Carlos <laughs> talks to Jimmy. That's, I'm glad to hear. Well, it might he does. be taken out of context, right? Yeah, it could be. Like hey, he story. might be like, look, Valley's man. High all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like Carlos might be like, look, man, I'm my boy, and every night I, he I still posts talk on to Instagram. him. Yeah, like he that, said exact, it like that. Gee, that would you, the way you just like, said it then, yeah. Right? Okay. That sounds more like what Carlos would say. Maybe. Well, maybe and then he talks like, to Jimmy. He talks to maybe he talks to Jimmy. <laughs> maybe he talks high. to Jimi Hendrix, but that doesn't mean that Jimi Hendrix talks back. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Good point. I never unpacked this fully. We finally unpacked the statement. So you assumed See? that he thought that Jimi Hendrix was talking back to him. But We've he can't because he's dead. I, I got right. to get, <laughs> <laughs> get in touch with Valley again. You need to find out what, what went on. Sit him down interrogate him. <laughs> yeah. Tell me exactly what happened. <laughs> and how high were you? I don't want to give Carlos a bad name. Let's assume Carlos. We've disparaged Carlos heavily in a podcast recently, Felly. You know what? We don't want to make the game too easy, right? No, we want to set some challenges for ourselves. Here's a hurdle to jump over. Here's another one. Oh, you know Carlos? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't like you. He doesn't like you. Man. So let's, uh, I'd like to hear some music. Maybe we can. Yeah, let's uh, let's play a boombox. Thank you guys for coming out. Um, I think we should do it again. Uh, we can also keep talking, so I'm not saying you should go. I'm just like making sure we don't go too long either. And I also want to hear the music. You gonna say something? That's what stole all your space. No. No. <laughs> a man of few words. See why we don't give him a microphone? <laughs> uh. Exactly. He's a loose cannon. Better believe it. He comes home at six o'clock sometimes. <laughs> right. PM. PM. <laughs> Can't trust this guy. And no. anyone that arrives home late for dinner oh, no. should not be trusted. Did you eat somewhere? <laughs> Tell me the truth. Is that Doritos on your fingers? Is that Dorito dust on your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Can't trust those guys. Uh yeah, we should hear a song. Yeah, let's hear a song. Yeah. Let me uh grab the boom box. You just mix it.
Totally see this at a car wash. Right. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box.